Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. All right. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Oh, butt cheeks. Nice. Covino and Rich. Best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. Last night, I was talking to Rich, and I realized the fun fact about Rich. The story's not that epic. Is it I just find it interesting. Is it anything like his Billy Joel fun fact? No. <laughs> so, for the longest time, a part of my routine was going to GNC and, you know, talking I lost to my the ring. guy there. Not the GNC. Oh, not Not Grease. The actual supplement store, vitamin shop. GNC. Is it vitamin shop or vitamin shop hey? Totally different store. I don't know. <laughs> I always thought that. Why do they put the P and the extra E there? Know. Vitamin shop hey. <laughs> and is it descended from like ye old vitamin shop? Ye old ye. vitamin shop <laughs> All right, go on. You're at the GNC. So, don't want to derail. Part of my routine. I can take it back to the old like. Speaking of old English. Speaking uh, <laughs> of old English. Uh, a furniture polish. Speaking of furniture polish. Pe- pledge. Speaking of pledges, I, I pledged my uh, fraternity. <laughs> fraternity. Speaking of fraternity. <laughs> Sorry, continue. <laughs> so you're at GNC. No, I'm just thinking, like, when did this become a part of my life and routine? It would probably be in high school or right early days of college high and the high school. What, GNC? Right? Yeah. Like yeah. supplements and stuff? Yeah, like going and buying yeah. cardboard early on metrics bars where they tasted like cardboard and ass. I right? remember that. So... You know, buying creatine or f- talking to the guy about what vitamins I should have and, you know, hey, what works here? What fat burner is good? Okay. Hey, what is this? Some sort of uh, pre-workout? You know, it all morphed into the world we're into today where protein bars are actually pretty decent. But part of that journey, I guess, always involved something called protein powder. and. Since, I'd say, the late 90s. I'll go mid to late 90s. Buying some sort of jug of protein powder, which in the beginning tasted like ass. It was like metrics tasted like chalky ass. Chalky ass. Morphed into like, oh, that's pretty good. It's like having a smoothie. Right. Now me, the guy who could barely make toast, has always made shakes, protein shakes. So I go home and... I'm telling Rich, yeah, he's like, what are we going to eat? Because it's so late. By the time we're done, you know, with work nowadays, it's fucking midnight. So we're just like, what are you going to eat when you get home? I'm like, oh, it's fucking midnight. What am I really going to eat? I don't know, probably have a shake. Like, what do you mean shake? (laughs) I'm like, what do you mean, what do I mean shake? Like, what do you mean shake? When you say shake, what does that mean? I'm like, what do you mean, what do I mean? mean? I make a shake. (laughs) What do you mean, what do I mean? Like, you make a shake? Like, you like a blend it? Blend it? I'm like, yeah, how else do you make a shake? Like with a blender? Yeah, with a fucking blender. So now, at this point, stop, pause. I'm Hold up. Totally like perplexed. Like, what, what, what are we not getting at here? What are you not understanding? It's kind of like, now I'm getting the vibe of, remember when I wanted to buy a toaster? Yeah. And Jordan was like, toaster? And I'm like, yeah, I thought everybody had a toaster. And she's like, I never used a toaster. But you mean toaster, you every, mean toaster oven? Toaster oven. Yeah. But it was such an everyday part of my life. Always that I was so shocked that not everyone had a toaster oven. Always like, great Bon Jovi song. Speaking of Bon Jovi, um, so the, you know we had that conversation here on the radio too, where only fifty percent of us grew up with a toaster oven. The other fifty percent like threw it in the oven always. And the maybe oven had a toaster. Oh, yeah, they, they used the toaster for toast right. and the oven. Yeah, 
for other so things. So I'm like, yeah, I use a blender, but like a little fucking like smoothie, like Ninja or Bullet Magic Bullet, like a like a and blender. Like what? You don't fucking have that? You don't use that? You and I've been I. using that since forever. You and I. This guy. Here, hold on. Here's the fun fact. Rich has never. Rich, slim, good body, Mister Fitness has never made a protein shake for himself. I'm sorry, what? With a blender. With a blender? Well, yeah. I mean, you've had protein shakes. Well, hold on. Let me yeah, let me give you my side of and this I'm, I'm conversation. I'm so shocked you, by this. What? Let me give you let me give you my side of the conversation. Because I have this every day of when, my life. When it comes to the old school conversation, I was 100 percent with you. I'm team toaster oven. Just to put that out there. Yeah, but I was saying I was having the same yeah. feeling. No, I know. So I know. Something I thought everybody did. Yeah. You guy uh, who's at the gym all the time doesn't have a fucking blender for sh- protein shakes. I probably from the time I was in or my twenties. Smoothies probably, or something. Probably from the time I was in my twenties, I would occasionally go through stints where I would have a pre-workout, which is you know probably usually some. Spot went through a few stints too, just a different kind. I want to follow. Then you have stints put in your heart. Stents. First of all, they're stints. Stents. Second of all. No, that's why I he had. That's why my chest was sawed open. I yeah, he did. I mean, no. he got stents would have prevented. I thought, he, I thought they put them in though. No, no, no that, that that was good try. Then. When stents won't, myself when stents won't do the job, that's when you had to have the bypass, right? Am I yes, right, Spock? You're correct. I still thought they put them out. I know you had Quinn. Spock, because I pay attention to your health. Thanks, buddy. Um, stents, stents. Back to you, back to you never sure. making smoothies. Throughout my whole life, in my twenties. Pre-workouts, yeah, of course. You do a little scoop, and it's probably some berry-flavored shit. Mix in the shaker cup with water. That's not and, a smoothie. Hold on. It's a fucking little uh, dude. I'm wire telling ball you that you shake up. What I do? So can you give me a second? Give Pre- you a second. It took me 29 minutes to tell this story. Oh, that was how you were gonna open the show? Yes. Protein shakes. I mean, I have it written down right here. Yeah, pro- I'm gonna, yo, the lead story. Protein shakes. Yeah. I mean, it's written down. I have it written down. I mean, not making it up. Rich has never had a shake with a blender that he made. You have one thing written on your pad. I hope you have more. Stuff. I hope you have more Three pages. Um, I've had pre-workouts many times. It's not a shake. It's not. It's not a blended drink. I, I, I know. I've gone to the gym and then afterwards had a scoop of protein, whether it's whey protein, whether it's any protein. I've had protein powder yeah. mixed with water and a shaker. I've had protein bars. I've had protein cookies. I've had, when I go to the gym, I usually finish my workout and I try within an hour or so, like they say, to have some type of protein. And before the workout, I'll have either a cup of coffee or some type of pre-workout if I can get a, a hold of one. Yeah. But the idea of protein powder, ice, like you said, a scoop of peanut butter or this or that, I've never done that. I've gone to maybe Whole Foods. I just or, can't believe that. I, I, something so everyday I and commonplace since yeah, the late 90s for me a, is like something you've never done. There's a handful of times where I've been somewhere where there's a juice bar and I'm like, oh, that looks good. The like going to the store, that's like saying, yeah, I've gone to the store and made a sandwich, but I never made my own. That, who gives a fuck about that? I've never. You've never blended I've, your own fucking shake I've never, ever. I've never blended a shake. It could be a fruit smoothie. He doesn't do this. He's I don't think never that's, done I don't it. I think that's peculiar. Oh, you never I like think made that's a fruit odd. Never, he never doesn't made a fruit have smoothie. a. No, never. Yeah, no, but he's I never bet. blended. He keeps talking about the fucking stupid shaker with the ball in it. I'm like, dude, I don't give a fuck about that. He doesn't have a. A little press down thing, or he doesn't do that. He doesn't do it. <laughs> 
But I, I, how do you not have that? I don't know. I, but what I'm saying, didn't we all get? No, he nin- was like, didn't we all get free ninjas? Yes. So I'm like, all right, look, dude, I don't bust out the blender like I'm fucking. Uh, uh, who's uh, Jimmy Buffett at Margaritaville? I'm not, you know, busting out the big ass blender. Okay, I got the little one, the little living on protein. But if all I had was the blender, yeah, I'd use the blender to make a fucking smoothie. I'm not having a fruit smoothie because that's not what I'm having, but a protein shake. Rich acted like I was talking another language. What do you mean? Do you do this? Yes, every night, every day, at least once a day. Wait, so I've been what? I'm like, what? How the fuck do you not know this? So me, the guy who could barely make an egg, is telling you that this guy (laughs) has never blended his own anything. Never made a blender. But but I think what you're doing- I don't care if you got it at the store. That doesn't count. No, no. Never mix like uh, strawberries, raspberries, blueberries, yogurt. No, spot. The answer is milk. No. 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 Maybe a little scoop of something. I mean, I do this every day. Every fucking day. I got to tell you, my my Jordan's one of her pet peeves with me is I get home. She's like, it just, I don't know why, but it aggravates me so much because she'll she'll be telling me a story. Like, and then, and I'm like, wait, what was that? So then, and then she said, that's every day of my life. So for you to be like, wait, so then you put the banana, what, what do you do? I am just so shocked that's not a part of you. Uh, Muscle McGirt, who's always talking about his new diet, his new plan, what should he eat, he's at the gym, his meal prep. This is your every motherfucking day conversation. You of all people have never made your own protein shake as a supplement to like, ah, that'll fill me until lunchtime. I cannot fathom, or as you like to say, Stanley T says, phantom, (laughs) that you have not figured that out in 20-something years. He's getting really fired up. Because it's beyond me. You're the first guy who makes fun of me for not being able to make be- an egg. You said it's beyond me or meat? Beyond meat and protein shakes. <laughs> Part of my diet. Actually, I've never you don't, had. You don't blend those bad boys, I've do never you? had beyond meat in my life. Uh, however, <laughs> it just totally took me by surprise. So I had to explain to Rich Richard, like, so wait, you got powder? Yeah, I got powder. What kind? I'm like, I don't know what kind I'm using right now, but you just buy protein powder. I don't know. So what then? I'm like, I don't know, dude. I got the little fucking, how do you do it? The blender, the ninja thing. You know, one one little cup at a time. I don't use the full-on blender for my protein shake. I've So used, like Archie said, every day. I I'm use saying, it every day. I know. But I think you're making like a crazy deal about this. It just, you, I don't the, think so at all. The process Use which, some good body? All right. When you really think about what you're saying, so is that you, we just have different we just have different habits. If you want a protein shake, you go to the store every time to get I don't one. Want a, I don't crave a protein shake. To me, it's like a means to well, an end. I like think that's a, when when we're talking about well, what do I eat? And you really don't want to eat anything crazy. That's like the perfect thing to have. It's totally filling and and good for you. Like it's, I, I mean, I don't know how fucking, good it is. You're but the fucking champion. What do you want me to say? I just can't believe that you don't have a fucking blender. To Dude, this. you're making it sound like. It's not super it is peculiar. peculiar. Spot. I've told you. I've- you don't think that's peculiar? That rich. You know what our ninety percent of our conversation has to do with his diet. When, he doesn't this? have. What is that? Oh, shows ninety percent about my diet. Yes, I'm talking about all <laughs> the other. The other ten percent is about you quitting drinking. Yeah, I, the other ten percent is about yeah. How you're going to quit drinking? I next. feel I feel attacked. By the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. This is a safe space. I forgot. 
Sorry. I like um, to. I just want to make it clear. I, I feel attacked. This, this guy. Sh- this guy. Isn't this show supposed to be a safe space? This guy in Indiana agrees. I don't use a blender for my shakes. I use a blender ball too. Blender balls are like last resort, lazy fucking options. Are you joking me? That doesn't mix the drink the way it's supposed to be. That's like a last resort. I I don't have anything else option. But or I'm on if my I, way. If I cut your life into pieces. If I told you, Steve Cavino. That it's, never, it's, it's very weird to me. If I told you never in my life have I had protein powder or protein after a workout, you, you could say, what a fucking weirdo you are. But I'm telling you, when I'm in the zone of going to the gym, which I haven't been lately, but when I'm in that zone, I'll do a pre-workout. I'll do a pre-workout. And then afterwards, I'll either have a protein bar or a scoop of protein in a shaker cup. So I've lived that life of going to the gym and having... Protein, but I wouldn't call them shakes. I'm just saying I've never on a daily basis put ice in a blender, protein powder, or a scoop of peanut butter, other things that made a thing. It's I I prefer eating food. I rather get like uh, after my workout, like oh, chicken breast or something healthy. I've never yeah, but I've never eaten a blend. Of, you know, what I've if never if ate a blended meal. In between food, sometimes you need something else. I'll snack on something, but I'll try to find a healthy snack. Like, but still, that's beyond. My comprehension that well, you. I'm have, sorry that you feel that way. I, what do you mean, <laughs> I, dude? There's a lot of dude, people. Dude, if I got you a fucking magic bullet or a ninja, it would be life changing. Look at Ma- look at Mauser. Mauser's a goon but who weighs on. 160 pounds. And I'm he's with six you, Rich. Four. I've never made a protein shake. Well, he needs some protein. Uh, Indianapolis. I've I've used a blender for shakes ever. I used a blender ball, like Rich said. Uh, blender other people balls are in. for idiots on the move. That doesn't blend anything. Idiots You're on drinking the move. Sandy Remnants. Blender ball. You know what that's for? It's like, oh, man, I'm running out of time. Let me fucking go. And by the way, Rochester, I don't go to Whole Foods ever. I'm saying when Cavino said, have I had a frozen shake? There have been times where I was with Cavino or my wife and we were at the gym and there's a Whole Foods next door and she gets a green juice. I've, I've, I, by the way, I've gone through stages where I love going to like the juice shop and getting different green juices and ginger ve- veggie juices. But I, so I don't, But I just don't find it that peculiar that while I have had protein powder, I've had pre-workouts, I've had, I've gone on juicing diets I find, and stuff. I personally find it peculiar because it's, that it's not part of my daily I routine do all the time. It's don't like, you like, like a, it's like time, you know. Don't you oh, like you a know. frappuccino? Don't you like like a, a icy blended beverage, especially in the summer? Yeah. It's like thicker. Some I make my own. It's cool. So you, it's, who never goes to the gym and started doing yoga six like a year ago, you're trying to you're trying to tell me though that you you've lived the life of blending protein shakes your whole life. I w- remember I went through that isogenics phase. He'll throw, fruit, he'll throw fruit in a blender, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah but what I'm saying is, why you make it? You've lived this li- spot. You lived yes, this college life in college. You were you were fucking. Co- I never went when you were in your twenties and thirties, like your whole life. No, but you were I've, fucking blender boy. No, but I've owned a blender in my life, and I own one now. And I, my wife makes smoothies all the time. I make smoothies all the time. Yeah. Uh, all the time, a lot though, but not back uh, in as college. What though, as meal replacements, as as snacks or what? Yeah, like for like you never had like a breakfast smoothie. Fills you, yeah, a breakfast smoothie. I don't know, it just fills you up from point A to point B. Breakfast smoothie. It's part, it's part of my everyday. Fruit, Especially like when I'm yogurt, getting home late and I, I don't want to eat something bad and I just want to like have something. And- Does it always have, Rich, blenders are not strictly for protein shakes. You know that, right? Like I know he's talking about protein <sighs> shakes, but there's so much stuff you can make in a blender. Yeah, you guys are talking down to me. <laughs> I'm just shocked. I'm just shocked. <laughs> you know, the guy who's always looking for like the new... Uh, Thing to fill his body, I don't know. 
So well, I'm telling so, you that you know, I, I don't. I Colorado don't, agrees. Protein shake. Why don't? Why, why? Why not just eat actual food? Fuck a protein shake. I get that, dude. I'm not but saying. But when I'm getting home at 11:30 to midnight or something, or I'm like in between meals and I'm still fucking hungry, I'll just have a protein shake. Why not? By, by the way, I, just so you know. Yeah. Not one time did I say, "Wow, Kevin, no, that's peculiar." I said, "Oh, that's your daily habit." Every day. When I'm Almost in the, when day. I'm in the workout zone, I have like I said. Protein powder with water and a little shaker, and I drink it real quick after my workout. But I'm way. not I'm not replacing meals with protein shakes. The end. We don't need to harp on no this. One, I, on. We have different no habits. What do you want? said replace meals. I never said, oh, dude, you know what I had for dinner tonight? A protein shake. I never said that. As he said last night. That's how it remember? No, it was fucking midnight, and I didn't want to eat at midnight. It's totally different so than, you, than replaced, I, you know, I wasn't going to have dinner. So you replaced a meal with a shake. Yeah, but that's not my purpose and point of having a protein shake. That just happens to be what I did last night because I didn't want to eat a full-on sandwich at midnight before I went to sleep. All right. Uh, DJ in Kansas. What's up, DJ? Hey, what's up, DJ? Hey, yeah, Spot just made a pretty good point about how their blenders aren't just for protein shakes. But I'm with Rich. I've, I'm 32, and I've been in the fitness fitness game since college and everything but i have never once owned a blender i've i think that protein shakers those shaker bottles with the little the little wire deals in them are all you need for what all you need for a disgusting sandy uh drink you're not mixing the ice. I'm You're not, not doing shit dude, with that. I, do you know what? You're <laughs> the greatest guy. You're the greatest guy. I throw that stupid it, wire ball it, at your head. DJ, you're so right. I'm wasting my time trying to have this conversation with Camino. That's not the same. It's like fucking if drinking like Kool-Aid. Get out of here. For your, if you're using a blender for your protein, for just protein shakes, then you're being wasteful. Like you're wasting time and energy for just protein shakes. Oh, my God. You are not the expert. Do not call again. Oh, that's nice. I'm just kidding. Thank you, uh, Mariska in BC. Hey. Yo. How's it going? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Um, I make smoothies every day before work because I don't have time to make breakfast. Yeah, that sounds fine it's a, and normal. It's a perfect. Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I thought. And, uh, but, like, I don't expect everyone to be on Steve Cavino's side here. Okay. Uh, at least so to do. <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, not at all. You so to do. Not at all. But I find it peculiar because it's something I do all the time. Assume that people do this to find out my best bud, who's always talking about food and what he's eating and protein and lifting and protein. This and that. and that's what I talk about: protein yeah. and lifting. You don't when talk about. We had you a don't talk about your about... diet and staying in shape. And you, just yesterday, four different times, four separate occasions, you talked about your meal plan. Yeah, I said I, I may. I may. Hire That's one of those diet. services. That's called diet. Yeah, yeah, but I don't so, talk about lifting and protein. You don't talk what about the, the fuck are you talking, talking about gym every day. No, every I don't. You're lying, liar, liar, liar. Talking about every day. Talking about the gym. Every day. Every day. Every day he talks about the gym. Get the fucking audio, jerk offs. Every motherfucking day it's you about the gym, Mariska. I've had enough of this conversation. So have a great day. My point was, it's shocking to me that this guy found it peculiar that I make protein shakes. It's nothing new. I've been doing this since the 90s, since it tasted like shit. Now they taste fantastic. You That's the point. You're doing a typical no. switcheroo of the conversation. It's I never one time said it was peculiar. You yes. said you were reacting as if it's peculiar. I feel it's equally, if not more peculiar, because your questioning of me was like, tell me more about this blender you have. I'm gonna buy you one. It's gonna change your life the same way a toast, want your the same way a toaster no. oven revolutionized Jordan's life. Jordan's like, wait a second. I don't have to use the oven to make a little pizza 
fucking pies? No. Little pizza pies. It's a toaster oven. It'll do the job. Yeah, little pizza pies. All right, the end. So I just, at the fun fact of the day, Rich never had a, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich till he was 27, and he never blended his own shake, whether it be protein or smoothie or fruit or anything. I just found that to be amazing. I think you sized up my inability to fight you today. No. I'm shocked <laughs> just, by that. I'm shocked. It's like okay. when you, know, you said I Shocking. never went to a barber. You never went to a barber because that's part of my life. I'm amazed by you. It's like you Every saying day. I don't tie my shoes. No, you don't tie your shoes. I tie mine all the time. When you say I've never blended a drink, I'm like, oh, well, I've fucking been doing that since forever, almost every day. So I'm just shocked by that. That's all. All right. Okay, here all it is. Ready? Right. Uh, Albuquerque, New Mexico. Dickie struts around the gym, shaking his little blender ball. I don't. And shooting finger guns at other people. <laughs> That's uh, with the other hand. That's hey. from Zach hey. in Albuquerque. Yeah, I'm done with it. Move on. I'm done with this conversation. Rich, it's aggravating on, on every level. Do you have a blender? Do you own one? Do I have a blender? Do you ha- own a blender? Do you have a blender? Do you own a blender? Do you got a fucking stupid face with a beard I want to punch? <laughs> Do you own a blender? Do you have a blender? Do you own a blender? Yes, I have a fucking if not, blender. I have I'm a not, spare one I could give you. I'm not surprised. I probably have like three blenders. I have a Nutrient Ninja. You can have it. I don't get I, I have a. By the way, I, I have a Nutrient Ninja and a Magic Bullet just sitting in my closet dude, so that good. you can have. <laughs> you, it's hey, all yours. It, Rich, think hey, bro, about it. When hey, talking some shit, you could just be like, you know what? I'm going to bring it to the office. We're going to have smoothie smoothies every day. Every morning. That'll be Yeah, smoothies. Smoothie. Archie knows what I'm talking about. Yeah, Archie definitely knows what you're talking about. Oh, yeah. Fucking Body by Jake knows who I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Little knows who I'm talking about. Oh, good for you. <laughs> oh, fucking blenders. By the way, if you're just joining us, th- this whole boy. conversation started because Kavino and I spent abnormally way too much time with each other. Yeah. We're headed home from ESPN last night. It's like 11 something. What are you going to eat? It's 11 something. Late I, go, I go, I'm starving, but we, you know, I don't want to eat at 11.30 midnight when I get home. And Kavino's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to make a fucking shake. And he said, I go, what type of shake do you make? He goes, I blend like a chocolate protein with ice and maybe a scoop of peanut butter and something. I go, oh, wow, you do that? And because I said, I'm like, I don't know. What do you put in milk, water, whatever? I never once said, you're fucking weirdo. I said, oh, that's 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 not what I do. But you don't see how that resonates to me as wait, you don't do the same thing ever. Like Like your, your, your questioning was very peculiar. Like, wait, so then what do you do? Like so I was like saying, a, oh, you say, put like a scoop of peanut butter. Like, yeah, and then every hey, once in a while, I'll throw chips. I'll throw hey. a banana or like powder Wait, or something. You, think, you or... actually do this? Hey, can yeah. you, can hey you if that? I have flaxseed, I'll throw that. Wait, nibs. What? Yeah. Oh, my Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, you know what? Honestly, I, you got, did you guys like talk before the show and be like, let's be assholes today? No, because it's odd. It's, Just this, it's very odd. It's how, odd. I'm, I'm reading the feedback. Southton, Texas. Rich is backpedaling. Backpedaling from what? What am I back? I, 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 <laughs> wait, go ahead, Rich. Continue. <laughs> That's how I ignore Jordan's stories when I come home. <laughs> you got to see the stink face she gives me every time, every night, every night. If I'm home late, <laughs> I'm not even gonna finish my story. <laughs> All right, so the end. That's it. Well, no. What I was saying was, if I told you. I'm a 40-year-old guy who has never had any type of protein product. Then you could say, you're a weirdo. But I'm telling you, in my life, whether, whether I was going to the gym or not at the time, I've had pre-workouts. I've had protein powder mixed with water in the shake oh, cup. Shut up but with the or, fucking shake but, but what I'm saying is, or like a protein bar after a workout. The fact that I don't, on a daily basis, blend ice, protein powder, and like fruits or supplements... 
doesn't mean that. Forget it. I'm not finishing the story now. <laughs> Just finish the story. <laughs> I got it. Just finish. Just finish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you know, you sort of. Bring... All right, go ahead. You sort sorry. of bring me to my. So don't you see that what's so yeah, commonplace yeah, yeah, yeah. for me? Yeah. That's my every night uh, almost. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you and Spot, Mr. Slim Goodbody in there. He's a fucking uh, oh, John Basedale, Richard Simmons. Wow. In my in my shake phase, I was pretty slim. <laughs> that's why. See, that's what happens when you stop uh, making shakes. By the way, I'll ask you another question. You, you never chubby. you never <laughs> went to Ralph's or Whole Foods or whatever or any supermarket. I know you just discovered those recently. And bought a bag of frozen fruit to just throw for fruit oh, smoothies during summer. You never fucking did that. Not only are they, fr it's, is it the fruit you part? You don't even need to add ice. But they act as the ice. How yeah. do you not know this? They've never done this. How do you not know you this? Fucking yeah, help! That's help! The part. Right. Yeah, Archie, back me up. Yeah. Archie, motherfucker, yeah. never yeah. did it. Frozen fruits. Weird guy. <laughs> frozen fruits. Weird guy. <laughs> Weird guy, and you're talking to me, who's the most inept guy in the world. So you don't see how I'm shocked by that? <laughs> me, who just learned how to make an you egg. Loved, you loved, clearly loved ice beverages. You invented iced coffee. <laughs> I'm surprised you I haven't did. thought, let me take my iced coffee and blend it and make a frappuccino. That's, that's what blenders that's, are for. You know what's my, I gotta be honest, I don't do that enough. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. I rarely do that. I should do that you more often. You should do that more often. I mean, is, I the only, is the only way out of this conversation if I say you guys are the greatest? No. That's all I'll say. The only way out of this conversation is to get a little zingy, a little <laughs> no! ninja. Yes. A little little uh, magic you bullet. I'll, I'll, honestly, and as it'll a friend, change your life. I'll give you my magic bullet. You can keep it here at the office. Your you only reference I is have. the stupid fucking ball thing. That's the worst. You might as well stir but some. What, uh, I have a question. Some, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you using the protein powder for? Is as a as flavor a flavor and protein, and it gives no, you, you, no, you, it's, you, it's, it's not a substance. It's added know. protein. Yeah, it's just protein. Right, add a protein to your diet, right? Yeah, but it also provides a flavor. Otherwise, I'm just drinking uh, frozen ice water. That's right. You ever go to like okay. frozen smoothie, ice? Milk. You ever go to Smoothie King? Oh, I love oh, is that your is that your oh. nickname? Actually, oh, I used to go to Smoothie King <laughs> in college because it was a Smoothie King in College Park. Smoothie King, you go, you get like your banana get and strawberry in college. shake. In college, you were a tub of goo. You were hanging out at the smoothie <laughs> oh, shop? No, I was jacked from the a inside. tub of goo? I was jacked from the inside because I was having smoothies uh, with protein powder. You can get a protein boost yeah, at, in the smoothie. Yep. They give you a scoop. <sighs> All right. Um, I guess Jen's telling me a lot of it's full of sugar anyway. It's not. I'm on a keto diet, so the one I'm using is, is not. It just depends what kind of you know, powder you're using, what type of protein you have, whatever it is you're buying. And sometimes that doesn't matter anyway. If I'm having a fruit smoothie with frozen fruit, <laughs> yo, you better believe I'm putting honey in it. Yeah, put that honey in there. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Whatever juice. Yo, I just can't believe you don't do this. Yo, by the way, yo, I do that. There better be a blender that's like a new sponsor of our show, and this is just one big lead up to this because otherwise. fucking goon. All right, hold on. I just can't believe you. I'm reading the text message feedback, and I'm amazed. Someone's even more passionate than I am. Providence, Rhode Island. So because it doesn't resonate with little bitch Cavino, it must be crazy. Dude, you need a reality check. Next. This transcends that. A, um, uh, a bullet, a magic bullet. Like I don't know. Maybe you didn't live the infomercial life like I did in the late '90s. I'm like, I need one of those things. 
And I've had something like that ever since. What's wrong with you, Kavino? Rich doesn't talk about the gym every day. He talks about Handmaid's Tale every day. That's true. Well, <laughs> okay. There's fine. your daily mention. Um, I don't care about shakes or blenders, but I love this conversation. That's from Tanawanda. Kansas says, if you keep talking about this shaker up thing, I'm going to kill you. The <laughs> shaker up with the wire ball is like drinking liquid 120 grit sandpaper. Yeah. It is. I can't believe you keep talking about that. That is not even in the Rich. same ballpark as a blended, icy, frothy, wonderful shake. You're talking about the stupid blender ball. And you love Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. It's, my, it's one of my favorites. Dude, you know what it is? Player's gonna play. Player's gonna play. Hate 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 that blender ball is making me so angry. I don't know why. I hate it. I, I, I hate that. It's my favorite I thing. I want to shake, 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 shake. Oh, I, I want to step on it and throw it at you. <laughs> blender ball. I'm gonna shove the blender ball up your ass those, right now. Those blender, <laughs> those blender balls always Do something get, to hurt. They always, get, they always get lost in the uh, dishwasher too. The little blender. No, balls. they don't. You know why? Because I don't use them. They're stupid. Unless I'm like, uh, I'm, unless I'm in such a rush. I'm like, oh, right. I, I need this shake now, but I gotta go. All right. So they stink. I can't believe you use those things. Those are for like desperate moments. Like you're at yeah. the gym and all right, so they're all they're lukewarm. Oh, they never yeah. yeah. Oh, fucking but the I, water's never cold uh, enough. But I uh, yeah. never blended. I've always looked at never blended. You I'm, get I'm, like chalky bits. Serious. Well, you know what it is? I think I realized I realized the big difference between powder. us. The oh. big difference between us is our thought of protein powder and shakes is a for me it's a means to an end. Like I would I would force a protein shake after a workout because I knew it was I like what them. you're supposed to do. I actually enjoy you them. seem to be like, let I me for pleasure have a protein enjoy shake. Enjoy them thoroughly. To me it's like uh, yeah, a scoop of protein and water. Chug it real quick because I need the protein after a workout. I don't say let love me them. go enjoy I a love protein them shake. Because you're not making good ones. I don't know what to tell you. So that's it. I was just shocked. Everyone lives different lives. I get it. I just thought Rich and I were sort of on that same page. Like, yeah, sure, yeah. No. You know, if I'm a little hungry and I ate, but I don't want to continue you know, eating bad. I'll, I'll have a protein shake, something to fill me up in the meantime. I was just shocked that he doesn't even have one of those little bullet things. I do. I have one. It's on my counter. Well, then why don't you use it? Because when I, I've thought about it, right? Because. I, I said to Kavino yes today. Yeah. You done? Yeah, I said I'm to, done. I said no, to I, protein shakes have come a long way. I know. Dude. I they said really to, have, no, they, they really taste have. great. Yeah. You know, well, I don't know what you're talking about. Spot. I, I, I can't acting even like you're that. forcing. Uh, I have protein shakes that are better than fucking milkshakes. Yeah. All right. Did, did you? Then you know what? Who needs food? Man, I'm the worst. Food sucks. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. I saw Spot and Cavino have the most awkward interaction, and. I got to be honest, Spot. As much as you were right, you were wrong. Kavino walks up to your desk. We're looking at the group photos, our solo pictures, yeah, and Spot's going like, all these photos. I'm Spot's to like, get it done. Spot said, "Come to my desk, and we could go over it there." And we said, "All right, Spot, let's go to your desk." Now, the reason I painted Open the whole the- frustration of how excruciating this is is because I reluctantly engaged in this, so I'm aggravated already. I don't want to do this. I hate doing this. Going over the photos and sitting with YouTube. Yeah. Kavino's doing the whole thing. Kavino's doing the whole thing. Like, yo, dude, you're done with Pop 2K. Let's get out of here. You ready to go? You yeah, ready to go? You, you just want to go home. You don't want to do this. But the dude, boss you ready to go? Said, yeah, he wanted us to choose some photos. So, you know, now here we are. The aggravation is already there. I'm like, Spot. No right. one's agreeing on photos. All right, Spot, picture, uh, I mean, picture 1722. <laughs> Uh, 1725 and 1728 are the ones I like. Camino, what do you think? You make it, and you make it seem like this is something that 
I, I need a required to get done. It's like our boss <laughs> sent me a link to these photos and said, get me a list by today. <laughs> so I needed to get this done. This wasn't me just g- giving you a hard time. I understand that. Okay, I want to. I want to. I want okay. that to be clear yeah. that this wasn't me just being annoying <laughs> and being like, "Let's go to these." Spot's doing his job as far as wrangling us and getting yeah. this done. So I, we're, I we're, totally get like, that. I didn't want to do it either. Well, do you think no. I care about sitting through hundreds of photos of the, of you buffoons? Next, next, no, no, no. All right, hold on. Wait, do you like that one? That's okay. Spot, put a note next to that one. Next, next, next. Hundreds of photos. Next. It's a, it's and, and it's sucky, but you're right. We do a radio show, we do a TV show. To have a good headshot support. And, and as we said earlier, it's hundreds of photos where Cavino's slowly moving and Rich's head is bouncing around like it's a fucking uh, jack in the box. Yeah, like it's a bobblehead. Cavino is sitting, standing right next to Spot, and Spot very loudly goes, "Yo, dude, is that you? Is that your breath?" And keep in mind, this was this was maybe like five to ten minutes into us doing this because I was dealing with this. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I can, I can, I can push through. But it was just getting worse and Whoa. worse. Bro, is that your breath? Dude, I don't know. No, don't dude, know. is that? No, let's just get through this, bro. Is please. It, it, and I had I, to. Well, hold on, let's and I'll, t- and I'll tell you why I had to question it was it, Wait, if it was his breath. You, you be you, Kavino, and I'll be Spot yesterday afternoon. Okay. In the in the quiet in, office in, in the series in the series exam office in front of on co- the lame side in front of coworkers that I really don't know that well. So you know? gotta be honest. Doesn't but, matter. Hold on, people I are the worst. People are conduct Arch. yourself like a professional. Then people are sitting at their cubicles. People are in their offices. This is the interaction between Spot and Cavino, and I'll give you the volume it was at too. Oh. All right. Do you guys like these pictures? Do you guys like these pictures? Yeah, right. uh, Rich, you like seven twenty-five. Cavino, you like seven. Yo, is that your breath, Cavino? I don't know. Can we guys continue? I don't like that one. Continue. Yeah. Keep going. But no, hold on. Before we get to the next, is that your breath? Yo, Dude, that I can't be your I breath. I just did four hours of radio, bro. That Sorry. Can't... I need something to drink. Sorry. Is that your breath? Oh, my God. Your breath. Sm- Yo, you stink. Do you forget the best line of all? No, hold on. I'm getting We're to getting it. There. Okay. I'm getting there. <laughs> He's doing really well. Yeah. You're doing a great job. Uh, Yeah. yeah. Dude, st- uh, chill, bro. Uh, I, yeah. I, I didn't have anything to drink. I uh, just did turbo. Uh, I did three hours of radio. Do, do what you the like, fuck? Do you, like picture, do you like picture 726? No, I don't like it. What about 727? No, dude. I'm dude, ho- hold on. Dude, your breath... <laughs> smells like a fucking anus. What I don't, is that your breath? Because if it's your breath, your breath smells like someone's anus. They're asshole. Your breath smells like an asshole. Straight up anus <laughs> in the office, mind you. And so I, now, I, yeah, here I, I don't am, mean. Like, I don't mean it smells. I don't mean it smells like bad breath. I said this. I don't mean it smells like bad breath. I mean it smells like an actual anus. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, which, which, you know, you think you're, you're bringing the house down. Here he is, fucking Spotty Dangerfield. Spotty, spotty Dangerfield. Uh, asshole. Really, uh, Somebody, will you shut the fat little bastard up? Yeah, exactly. So Spotty Dangerfield's tearing the house down in front of the audience of people oh, I don't know. at sympathies. Where, honestly, they should look at us in a respectful way. We're Hashtag professionals anus. that have been here for over, you know, 15 plus years within the company. And you're announcing the people I don't know that. Hashtag my, anus my breath. breath Hashtag smells please. Like anus. Hashtag like, anus hey, dude, breath. If you want to like tell me that it's bad, how about you just say it like a normal person without announcing it to everybody to get a laugh at my expense or to try to make me look stupid. No. Like, I try to conduct myself regardless of what we do inside the studio. Outside the studio is someone that uh, has his shit together, that's doing a job. Like it was, it was just rude on every level, and you thought it was like a, a, an appropriate way to uh, speak to me in front of people I don't know. Like That's beyond 
my comprehension of how to treat and, someone. And they, I would never do that and to they, you. And, and then Cavino goes. I would goes, never do that to Cav- you. Cavino then goes, well, fuck this. And he, he storms away. It's oh, I like, had other shit to do. I left. It's, it's not like, where are you going? Where are you going? We're like, going anus breath. You're, so you're yeah, right. Your you're breath, right. Yo, anus breath. Come back here. Yeah, it's probably like, yo, your breath smells like anus. Get back here. And Kavino's like, dude, I'm out of here. And Kavino just left, but we still had to pick out pictures. What, are you going to spread your anus breath to other people? Yeah, but that's like, we're at the office, dude. Please. We're at the office, and there's people you act here like, you I act- don't know. It's not cool. I, I, on any level. And Spot's yeah, answer, is it I gotta funny? Be honest. If we were amongst each other, would honest. that have been funny? Maybe. We're in a public setting at an office, at our workplace. And I'm already aggravated, which is just a personal note. <laughs> the you know, it's like that's not how you address an, an, another adult, and that's not how I would ever speak to you, especially about something like that. You know, you know, how, I've, you know how I've complained where my desk is? Yeah. The people over there have no idea. Don't care. That's not for you are. to decipher. Because they're they were they're like new hires. They work Don't on video. Care. They have oh, so no idea fir- who so any of us are. So their first impression of Camino is he's the guy with anus breath. These guys with, irrelevant. Oh. So when they start working with us, they're, they're going to come in. They're going to be like, oh, anus breath. <laughs> yeah, that's all they know of me, Spot. You know, no, no, Spot. I really did. I said, I said, he goes, where are you going? I'm like, you're fucking rude, dude. So I, I left and that was it. Now, here's the, here's the weird part. So I'm not engaging in it. So it's, there's no. Kavino's oversensitivity. Oversensitivity about, is rude, uh, dude. Be I, I, about like giving your butt a, about like giving your about giving your butt a hard time, dude. Conduct yourself the right way. Then oh. do it amongst us. Don't announce it to everybody. There, there is a part of like, me that I listen. I'll backspot up. Your breath smelled like someone's anus. That's but fine. but you know what it is? It's, it it's smelled like. Key. I'm not honestly, even debating that. It, it, it smelled it's, like farts. It's, it, listen, that's why I said anus. I'm I, like, what is that dude, smell? I'm with Cavino all day, every day, and anus I know breath. what he's trying to do diet wise with keto, and I know the result of that. It's true. It, it could keto, be. I don't know. Keto, well, I, it, it, I haven't it gotten, is. It, I ask it, it my is, girlfriend all the time. She, it is because it's, like, no, it's, fine, it's, so. it's, uh, it's unbearable a lot of times. But I'm also on the air four hours at a time, nonstop talking. No, but with it's not that. It's, it's a uh, it's an acidic. Like, it, it, I don't it's think a so. keto my, thing. my girlfriend never once has complained about it. I ask her all the time. It's like someone that lives among cat people. She probably just thinks it's from eating that ass. No, but it's it's uh okay. Hit the bell. It it is. Because of your keto diet, but I think Spots so out of his mind to think that wasn't rude. It's beyond rude, beyond rude, and I think you're it more has to do with over, I, all I had was a Quest bar. No, it's and I didn't eat for four hours, and I'm doing talk radio for four hours. You're in keto denial. It's a was different it, style of breath. You can tell the difference when someone has bad breath because they they ate or this or that. You you have a Quest bar. Was it uh, chocolate a, ass cream? Was that the flavor? Chocolate see, ass cream. This might be the more appropriate oh, an, an, arena an, an, for an it. Anus Quest bar? You know, yeah. that's fine. Yeah, we're, we're doing a radio show. <laughs> so I get it. But, like, we're not always doing a radio show. And when we're, you know, in mixed company, it's just a bad look, dude. It's like, hey, that's how your producer it's talks not... to the host, first oh, of all. Oh, God. Yeah. What do you mean, oh, God? Oh, we're going to start this hierarchy shit? It's not a hierarchy thing. I don't talk to you that way, bozo. Yes, you do. I you do just call not. me a bozo. So especially like in public amongst other adults. So for you to like make such a scene that way and think you're bringing the house down, you know, uh, belly laughing at my it's expense. So sensitive. Like, fuck. It's not sensitive. It's just rude. Like sensitive would be. You know I what I find rude? I, didn't I give find a rude. Fuck. I you, you having rude. that breath in front of me? That's rude. Cavino typically overreacts, but not in this case. That's just incredibly rude. Incredibly that's, rude. That's what uh, I'm reading some of the text messages. 412, the letters C in our show. It's not like we were at a work meeting. We're at the office, oh, dude. Oh, please. I Have mean, you wh- seen wh- our office? I don't care. 
This is where I work. I don't care how you feel about it. Telling you how I feel. You're about in the it. office for all of five minutes outside of doing the exactly. show and in the studio. So not he, not cool, Spotty. Shitty move. Oh jeez. It was, but whatever. You know, like I said, I'm not here to you're argue real, about uh, it. That's the story. I just told the story. I'm done. That's the story. Think about it. It's not what, what you, you said. Spot. What it's, you will. It's how you said it. Spot's wrong. That's from Philadelphia. I don't <laughs> think there's even a debate here. It's just that's the story. The end. What was I supposed to do? Sit there and be ridiculed even more? Hey <laughs> guys, you're the best. Let's go through more photos. Fuck that. That's how you're going to talk to me? <laughs> Fuck you. I'm out. You know, I don't play that at all. And I don't talk to people that way. Ever. I mean. So that was it. What's I didn't, a, I didn't uh, take it to, uh, to, to, to To make a, <laughs> well, a legit. Way, I know you like. Is that why you're chewing gum now on the air? I always do because of your you guys breath. are just. <laughs> you're just <laughs> out of control. Asshole. Hashtag breath. Asshole. breath. The asshole breath. I'd rather have anus breath than fucking uh, bologna anus breath. breath. No, nah, actually, bologna breath is more delightful mm, than mm, ass yeah. breath. I have bacon I breath right now. Let me tell you. More people eat ass than bologna. Uh, let me ask you this. At least I'm people fucking, uh, at least I'm. Uh, let me ask you, though, for real. I said that. What is the, because you always like to make a lesson out of every conversation we have. Lesson speak- is fucking be a normal, respectful adult and colleague and friend. It's, not like, it's, not, like I, it's not like I rang a bell. Hit Dude. the bell real, for me real oh quick. Oh, my God. Effect. Rich was not exaggerating it's at all. It's not like it was, hey, it was everyone. so loud and obnoxious hey, everyone. about it. You thought your, this guy's you, got anus breath. Rich thought, he thought, you thought your anus thing was like the fucking bringing down the house deaf comedy <laughs> jam fucking zinger. He thought he was, uh... <laughs> Like, <laughs> he really thought he, like, slow down, Cedric the Entertainer. He really like, nailed it. But I will say though, it was pretty funny. You love a, you love a, you love he to. He thought he was uh, Reggie from the Nutty Professor. I you was. love to tie things up and, and make a lesson. This guy's got anus breath. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, no, no. What's his name? Every time he turns around, Ralph. you can smell his anus and his breath. Every time he turns around, it's his birthday. Ah, 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 ah. It's his breath. His breath is stinking today. Ah, 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 Women ah, be ah. shopping, Cavino be stinking. I know. It's like, um, yo, dude, chill. But, I mean, uh, fuck. But I get here's it. the question, though. Like, you trying to piss me off now? But, like, this no, is your work. I, it's I, working. I, I agree. It's it's messed up that spot. Cavino can dish it, but can rarely take it. Terminal Texas. We're at the office, you dummy. This isn't a rate. We're not doing a radio show with bells and megaphones. We're in the office with normal, regular coworkers. That's you, not how you conduct yourself in front of other quote unquote professionals. I don't care if Spot doesn't know them. I don't know them either. Is it's not how you conduct yourself. Is Cavino more upset at the remark or just embarrassed at his breath smell? That's both. from Texas. No, no, I'm proud of that. What a fucking dumb comment. No, no, I'm really fucking proud of both. Both. What do you think? How is that not embarrassing? Cock breath, Cavino. Um, you don't you, do you that to people, to, Spot. Oh my God. You discreetly I, I would love. It. I would love to. Can I go and like take a photo of where this happened? By the way, Spot. Because there's like four people over there. Matter. Four people. Four I don't people know. that now disrespect Kavino. Oh, that disrespect Kavino. Yeah. Anus breath. Anus breath. Hey. Anus breath. ABC. That's what they call him now. Anus breath Kavino. You know what? I'm just going to walk around the office. I'm going I'm to make sure that whenever I speak to you, I'm down the hall, and I'm going to call out, hey, anus breath, because that's what I did yesterday. <laughs> You're doubling down on this hardcore. It's pretty funny. No, I am. You know know what I learned? How disrespectful you are, period. That's just it, really. Uh, Like, you, 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 it's funny how you bring up hierarchy, but you, like, totally, like, flip it and reverse it. It's very odd. Like, I don't talk to you that way at all, but, like, you are, like, so rude and obnoxious about that stuff. Now, I have a question. You, because you like a lesson here, you, you do, and don't say it's not. 
It's the keto. I've known you for 15 years over the last Why? months. You, so you're you're what? you know what then? But no, no, I, th- let, let me finish, I'm gonna, no, Let me finish. I want to say something, right, say something real ahead. quick. Go let me ahead. say something I don't talk to you that way. Yeah, I want to say something real quick. Then you know what? I don't want to be your friend because apparently we're not at a point in a friendship where you can fucking give your buds a hard time. Yes, I make fun of Rich. I make fun of Rich all the fucking time in real life You're lying. because he's my friend and he makes fun of me and we joke. Rich, was he saying that to me and you or to everyone at the office? So you know what? Spot was doing it. Fuck off. Was we're he doing work, a show? We're, 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 we're Hold on. Work. You're, I, I'm your producer. You're my host. I mean, you know if what? you want to take on, it there, all from I'm, now I'm on, not arguing. Speak, uh, I told excuse the story. Me. Uh, excuse me, Mr. Cavino. I, I just need you to come and review these photos, please. Thank you. Call me, okay. Mr. Cavino. I don't care. Call hey, Spot. Mr. Hey, Rich. Be honest. Was that amongst us, amongst pals, or was that an, uh, putting on a show for the office? Truthfully, I felt like it was. Honestly, it, it, I pay, it was. Let me tell you, I pay no mind. I do. To anyone I don't care. Around in that office because a they're all doing their own thing. B, I don't give a shit what they're doing because it has no effect on me and I have no effect on them. How you feel? No about one the is scenario? paying Does any attention okay? to what we're Does doing. Over right? There. Doesn't make it. Uh, you know, points for spot. That was the truth. The truth was there was other people there working, doing their job. Now, now spot. Let me say my piece because I was the witness here. I'm the I'm the third party. You you said it in a comical way, as if you were saying it so that others around yes. could hear it. hundred percent. You didn't if say he, it. If to he just said us. it amongst us, it only it sounded it that have way embarrassed because me. It's, it's just quiet over there. It would have been no. It would have embarrassed tell. me. I was you know, saying I'd it like, to hey, both of you. I would have been like annoyed by it, but I would have moved on. It was the fact that he's like announcing this to the office. I'm like, what? Am, what I'm the fucking joke of the office. Fuck out of here. I'm out of here. Fuck you. It was almost like you should have grabbed Ellis's microphone and been like, <clears throat> anus breath, anus breath. I think yeah. I might. Can I have that? What is that about? Can I have that? Well, I, I will so, say. I will know, say that's though. the story. I'm not. I'm not arguing. I'm just telling you the story. Wish, that's it. What do you I'm do? I'm not though? taking away friendships. I'm not. I'm saying I don't speak to people that way. I wouldn't have done that. And that's how I gauge my reactions. Or, and how I gauge how I feel about things. I'm like, would I do that? Some guy hit us up and he goes, he, in reference to our conversation yesterday about appropriate things to say, he goes, I consider myself a good guy. He goes, and I would say, uh, if I was drunk enough, show me your tits. I'm like, well, you know what? Let me think about that. No, I wouldn't say that in public to anybody, regardless of how much I drank. So maybe you're a jerk off. How about that? Maybe you're not a good guy. Maybe you're not a good guy. So I have to say, well, would I do that? And the truth is, I would not do what you did. <laughs> On the radio, yes. Uh, T in Boston, yeah, what's no, up, man? I've never, I've never been made fun of or demeaned in public ever with this show. Or you guys. But he's saying content on the show versus around the office. What's up, T? In Where, public. line one? Yeah. Hey, buddy. I, I, I agree with, I agree with uh, Cavino. There's, you know, Spot is, Spot works for you guys. And, I mean. Works with us. We're not, we're not going down that uh, route. I'm just saying I'm it's sorry, like, I'm sorry. yeah. I'm sorry, it works with you guys, but he's he's a host, you know, he should be getting the respect. I mean, I know for myself and my wife, you know, when one of us has bad breath, we say it under the, our breaths, one of us dips away, goes brush our teeth, go get some gum or whatever, but I mean, he should have he carried it a different way, I think. Yeah, no, dude, why I mean, announce it and thinking I mean, he's like the fucking funniest guy going? I mean, you should have saw how fucking great he thought that was. He was laughing. I'm not even joking. Like, la- like he fell over onto the desk. I he fell over did. onto the desk. Now you're over- <laughs> now you're exaggerating. He did. It's rich. Did no, he no, not no, no, like no. This? Like, did you actually like eat an anus? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did. Now you see. Now you're exaggerating. No, now, you're, <laughs> now you're making things up. Anus for the sake you of your story. Yo. Congratulations. Anus, Brad. 
Mr. Hey, Mr. Cavino. Kick the chair out. Stop exaggerating, Mr. Cavino. That's not how things go. That's exactly the visual. No, stop exaggerating. Exactly the visual, please. Exactly the visual. Not the way we do things here, Mr. Cavino. Hey, Mark. Oh, hey, Mark in Colorado. It's not a matter. I mean, I'm right. I don't need anyone. I appreciate you, Mark. I don't need anyone to like have my back. It's so obvious that I'm right. It was a hundred percent rude. Spot needs to associate workplace and friendship. Needs to separate that. Did you say dissociate in the workplace? Mark, how you been? Yeah, I missed you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, I just said we haven't talked in a minute. (laughs) Sorry, buddy. Love you. Love you, pal. Uh, let's talk to... Oh, the commish, uh, oh. Sandy, who we work with. So, oh, oh, she, call, she called to uh, give me my payout. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Hi, boys. What's going on? How are you? Oh, we're just fighting. I know. I hear... Listen, you're all pretty, so it's all okay. Oh, It'll all be well, okay that makes in me the end. Nice. Thank oh, you. Oh, pretty. Oh, that's nice. You're welcome. Yeah, there you go. So, yes, congratulations to Spotty on winning this week's... Uh, yeah. This- yeah. Yeah. Woo! That hey Sandy, you what's were, the uh, what's the official payout? Uh, yeah, you got like five hundo coming your way, right? It's like five ten, yeah. Yeah. Hey Sandy, you work uh, you work out of the East Coast SiriusXM office. If you were if you were amongst coworkers and you heard two coworkers that you weren't really familiar with, and one tell me the other one, their breath smells like an anus. Do you think that is nice <laughs> workplace chatter? <laughs> my shit laughing um but it's i mean it's i don't if i don't know them then no it wouldn't be appropriate and we all took boundaries training so i guess i have to say no it would not be appropriate for authors no but all right so here's the question though let's say you didn't let's say you didn't know we took boundaries training let's say you didn't know cavino or spot sandy if you didn't know either one of them and you're and you're a couple Mm -hmm. desks away and you you saw spot saying Oh, Kavino, your breath smells like an anus. You have to, your your breath is so bad. It smells like honestly, your breath smells like someone's <laughs> butthole. Would you then not really ever have respect for Kavino because you know his breath smells like a butthole? No, that's his their impression. Uh, yeah. Is your now impression? No, not of- at all. I would just just no. I would just assume maybe he ate something bad for lunch. His friend was calling him out on it. I wouldn't lose respect for him though. Well, you'd have an impression. Yeah, you know, maybe not lose there respect. There he is, Kavino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a great radio host, but his I mean, breath I'm not smells like a butt. I wouldn't drop mint. I wouldn't say I wouldn't drop mints off at his desk or something. Oh, yeah, what if, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate Thanks, Sandy. That. We'll see you soon. Sandy. Uh, All right. Have a good day, guys. Thanks, the Sandy. Commish. The commish. Commish. From our football pool. Football pool here at Sirius XM. My vict- victorious. Uh, it's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So I think yeah. I did the right thing. Instead of engaging in this, uh, I just I just walked away and had other things to do. You want to so. be a good guy? Spot pay for Camino's car registration now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I have to With your winnings. I have to. I have to uh, Put a dent in the amount I've spent on my flights. To hey, New York. so just just to wrap it up, at yeah. the workplace, even if you are friends, I, I'm telling you, Spot Cavino's point of view is not that you're busting his balls. That there's new coworkers here. There's all these new employees at SiriusXM, camera people, the new film crews, new producers, new random people being hired. They don't know your dynamic with Cavino. All they see is some guy. Telling another guy, your breath smells like an anus. I mean, it did. I mean, over and over again. It wasn't. Like oh, I mean. But the it's truth like, is, right, cool. I get it. But then I'm going to tell trying, you. The flip now side. are you trying to embarrass me? I heard no, you the first now, time. Now on the flip side. No, no, no. Because so the first then, time is like, okay, I got it. Okay, 
But now it's like, okay, so are you trying to provoke an embarrassment? Now, now? now here's a question for a sensitive guy like, like you. After the third time? For a sensitive fellow like you, what is the right way to say, yo, Kavina? Like, there's been times where I've been, we've had a meeting. I'm like, yo, dude, here, you want some gum? That's, yo, get some that's gum. Is that the way? Is that behavior. the nice uh, friendship way to do it? Yeah. That's just normal. Yeah. Hey, you know what you guys need? Chai. Chai. I don't, I'm over it. I don't care. Chai. 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 I don't care. Come on. You're never, telling you, the story. you know what? I feel like when you say that, you never are over things. You just like push them down inside, and then they just bubble up. I don't, dude. I don't care. You need to release your I don't emotions. Care if, if, as long as my girlfriend doesn't think my breath smells like anus, I don't care what you think. That's the truth. And I don't I, mean that. Well, I mean, I you, just, should, you should care if your breath smells like anus. And I feel like public. people are more inclined to side with you here because they don't understand the a the dynamic of this office, b the layout of our and office, and how bad your breath <laughs> and how bad see how bad your breath stunk, uh, anus breath. I don't think anyone needs to know that to the understand dynamic how to of conduct, our relationship. How to conduct yourself e in the, a public setting. You know what I mean? That's not. It's just rude, dude. On every in any level, I don't care who we were surrounded by. If we were surrounded by school kids. I uh, would be like, dude, why would you do that in front of these kids? Yeah, I don't care. Why the is. children? Yeah, <laughs> I don't care who it was. So now it's okay. So now we're okay. Right. We're now we're just we're done having fun together as as a group of friends. Dude. Perfect. And the next time one of us says something to the other in public, let's be aware of it. Let's draw attention to it. Let's say, hey, that's not cool. Okay, so on. I'm supposed to sit there and continue to be sort of ridiculed in the embarrassing fashion in which you chose to continue what to do What was he supposed to do at that what point, was I supposed honestly? To do? When, you're, when you're being I like, heard you the like first this time. went on for 20 minutes and I was rolling around on the ground. After going, the first, <laughs> but I, breath. No, but I, <laughs> it was. <laughs> after the first time, I was like, all right. I don't need to hear it three more yeah. times. So Clearly you, know, you did. You got what you wanted. I left. Good. All right. Fine. Good. You know what? Actually, I did. It was much. It was much cleaner and clearer and uh, easier to breathe. So when the boss left. asks why we haven't selected pictures, you can say, "I'm sorry, because I was a jerk off yesterday, boss." Yep. Yeah. That's your answer. That's Perfect. Right. Sounds good. Cavino and Rich, best of the week, only on Faction Talk 103. The holidays are on the way, mm-hmm. and do you feel? I know a lot of listeners are going to say, "Yo, that's me." You're talking about. When I say it's you that I'm talking about, the person that always feels like they're the one putting in all the effort in their family to do the travel and accommodating. There's always one person. And Sarah has taken the stance of, you know, for the last almost 10 years, any Christmas, birthday, event, any any big thing that went on, where she feels like we're the ones that, Fly to Texas, fly to New York, go to Colorado, do everything. We are. And by the way, I, not not to sound like a cheapskate, even though you say I'm a cheapskate, which I'm not. No, you are. Like, I to go to New York for Christmas, you could say not a big deal. It's not, but I, do you think my family realizes go, to go to New York for Christmas is probably like just five grand? Between, Sarah has you know, to be talking about your family because. Her mom, your mother-in-law, is here all the time. She lives at your place, right. essentially. No, no, no. You should build I her a wing. Lo- I love that my mother-in-law says here every couple months to help with the kids. That's not what we're saying. That there's more to her family than just her mom, her sister, her dad, other people in her family. It seems like every time there's a holiday or event, we are just picking up flights, rental cars, everything. Car seat in the airport. Car seat at the airport. Um, you, you, like, stroller, car seat, kid, dog in a fucking bag, everything. Sarah bought Lo- like a... Uh, uh, I don't even know, like a, like a wagon? wagon of sorts. <laughs> a collapsible wagon to transport everything from the car to the the plane. Yeah. So with that said, a wagon. I don't know if it's her emotional pregnant state or Yeah, you should really harp on that. Be careful. 
Maybe it's because she's pregnant and crazy. But no, <laughs> it's, those, <laughs> it's those hormones. Hormones. But she she's taking the stance of I am no longer traveling until I see the effort of people in your family and my family coming out to Los Angeles. I think she's right. And she's like, I was like, so Thanksgiving, Christmas, nothing. She goes, no, I'm staying here in L.A. Hey, no argument here. Power, no. She said, and I said, but what about uh, what about Worst Fest, our little the sausage and beer festival we go to in Texas? She's like, eh, not this year. I go, what about Christmas? We're fine. And she is just like, well, you have, you know, what, you're gonna have two kids yeah, now. Yeah, so but, I mean, she's but, but what like she, a thousand percent. But what right she on. said was, every year without hesitation. No one makes a plan. We're sort of the ones that are like, all right, Chris is here. All right, here's one. We'll be in New York for a week. Then we'll, where are you guys going to be? Texas or Colorado? We'll be there. Devil's advocate, you're also the most financially uh, fortunate to be able to do these things. But Your she, brother-in-law, I'm not saying he does or doesn't make a comfortable living, but he has, what, three kids? Yeah. Plus him and his wife. That's one, two. That's five people. Yeah. You know, he's going to be paying for it to come but, see but you guys. But Sa Sarah's stance was 10 years. The one year she's like, well, I'm going to be like seven months pregnant around Christmas. Why don't people come out to L.A.? And she's like, the minute everyone like hesitated, she's like, no, I'm taking a stance now. The hesitation, she feels like she feels like the one year everyone should have said, you know what? Why don't we change up the plan this year? And I'm wondering how you guys handle this when when you feel like you are the one always doing the traveling. But then again, I know, Spot, you're, you're the, stance I just, of, I just, the stance of your siblings and when you when your loving mother was still here, everyone's stance was everyone's there. You're the one guy right. here, so right. You're the guy, and your dad I've, would. So and, and Kavino, your dad would say, "Hey, well, you're the one that moved to California. That's not my problem." Right. Yeah, like I, my mother, a very old school uh, thought process. My mother can travel, and I have three siblings. That yeah, why should they uproot just to come see me? When it's just me, but I don't think you're asking going to see them. I don't think you're asking like I just every I just, holiday. I think you're saying, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool once a year we do a little trip out here?" Because I'm coming. You know, I feel like you go to New Jersey a handful of times a year. Like, had I not had my surgery, no one from my family would have come out here ever. Only time I ever saw in your the, brother in here. the four years that I, uh, and, four and, and a half and, years. And I've by the way, here. side note, not not that it's a, a huge factor, but you could say it is. When people people might say, "Well, Rich, wasn't your mom and sister in L.A. last week?" Yeah. Every time my mom, my sister, Sarah's mom, anyone comes out here, who do you think's buying the flights? It's me, like, bribing people to come out here. Like, come out here. I got everything. If I didn't say, don't worry, I got everything, would anyone come here? Wait, is your brother listening? Because now he's going to expect you to pay for his yeah, trip Yeah, you should pay for his trip. Yeah. I think that's why my just, brother hasn't just been so here. Just so I, think my, I think my brother doesn't want to pay, and I think my brother feels weird. Like, I'll just, always pay for my little sister, but- Man to man, brother to brother. I think my brother would be like, oh, I don't want your pain from me. He doesn't want you know, your like, charity. Yeah, it's like sort of, you know. Just so you know, I just dropped like twelve hundred bucks for myself to get from here to New York and back for Thanksgiving. Everyone has their so, gripe with this. Yeah. I, I, for yeah. holidays, unless you're booking like a year in advance, you're kind of fucked. And that's today's you're world. You're dropping ten grand just for, to see your family. People move, people uproot for their job more so than ever. That's today's family. Did you say That's holiday? A dynamic that didn't always exist the way it does today. Holiday. Celebrate. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Celebrate. Rich loves this guy. Oh, yeah. Celebrate. Holiday. He opens for uh, Ashley's burlesque show, right? The guy from Wedding Singer? I don't yeah. think anyone realizes how many times I trekked fucking Melody's little ass back to the East Coast and how much that 
costed me throughout no, the years. Well, Mel- Melody's, John not- Melody's nine, and you still try to pass her off as a lap child. <laughs> lap child. <laughs> no, but you have no idea you know, how many trips I, I took. I think that's totally taken for granted. People just forget. Completely forget what you mean I every had, every weekend. No, I traveled with her so much it was re- like she knew the routine. She was like two, you know. So it, it was absurd how often I traveled with she her had, just uh, to sort of make it happen. She had TSA pre-check when she was in diapers. <laughs> yeah, but but people don't don't remember that. But uh, I mean, maybe they do. I'm not saying on. it's I, just it's never reciprocated, and I don't think you could expect it to be. Do and, you guys ever communicate with your family about your feelings like this? I think that's the problem. I I I do, but I. Th- I think that's a good question, Ashley. But I think guys like Cavino and Spot's siblings, the, the anytime you say like, "Hey, you guys should come out here," I'd really like you out here. I do think their stance is one that's shared by many, which is, "Well, you're the one that moved." But where are you? Where are you? Where's your family? I have most in Jacksonville, but my immediate family is in Orange County. Okay, oh. so so yeah, you're they're right here in Orange oh, County. But I but, mean, but it is. I mean, Jackson. I do have a lot of my. Big, all my aunts and uncles and cousins and everyone is in Jacksonville. Have they come out to visit you in California? No. Barely, yep. right? Barely. And how long have you been here? What do you think, though? And, and listen, I know we've talked about this all the time. Everyone's financial situations are different. I think that has but a lot to do with it, too, I, though, Rich. Maybe it does. And they're saying, like, listen, if I have 500, 500 to $1,000 to spare, sorry, actually, by I'm saying, not coming by to see saying, you. Yeah, maybe that's by it. saying sure. yes to visiting Rich in California... You know, your brother's saying no to taking a, a nice little vacation getaway with his wife. Yeah. You know? Maybe so. Maybe you just have to guilt them. You just have to say, you know, I would, it would make me and my family so happy if you would just come to us for once. We have done this for you for 10 years. And, you know, I think it's time. It goes both ways, though. Yeah, that's very cute speech. (laughs) Think about this. Like, how many times has my my sister Dawn asked me to Um, go to Germany? And I, you know, I just can't to me that just sounds impossible it's that feeling of like oh man you know, and rich how many times have you gone to baltimore like, I'm a, i was born in baltimore my brother lives around there and i'm I'm, I'm waiting for the invite only because i'm like yeah we should do something there it, you, you can't invite yourself somewhere that's another <laughs> thing too right like like i always say like yo jimmy if you ever did a holiday by there just know i'd you know i'd make the trip i haven't seen his house yet here's something here's something you also need to consider yeah you and and my family does this this might not be for everybody but not actually get together on the holiday. Because if you're looking at costs yeah. and everyone, if you're asking everyone to come see you, flying the week of Christmas is astronomically expensive. Right. You know what, though? Even if you book in advance. Old school parents do have a point. Like, and if you're not within driving place. distance, then asking someone to fly around that time. So maybe like have it the first week of January. You would do like a, a epiphany. Yeah, but it's fine. Your, mo- your mom's house? was like the hub it is it right? still is and that's the way that does make sense even though you know we we frown at our parents mindset like well you could travel too if they have multiple kids you know the world doesn't revolve around you if they have multiple kids yep then their place is the hub where people sort of should get together and meet our buddy right? uh our buddy it does drew- make sense in that aspect our buddy drew mack in nashville hit us up with it with something that i was thinking about he goes that was us the first nine years of our marriage, him and his wife. After we had our two kids, he put his foot down and said, listen, for Christmas, my kids are going to be opening presents under their Christmas tree. We're going to be at our house. They're the kids. Right. So well, that's just get, on, up, get on board it, it or not. It becomes like, your family now. Like, it, your, your family yeah. is your family. Although you have other family members, that becomes the focus. That sort of happened for me 
you know, once Melody started school, like I just couldn't travel yeah. with her all the time when I when I wanted no, to. School's just, day, yeah, school's day. You, you, know you forget. I mean? so, and and I've, I haven't been home at Christmas in four years, like on Christmas. Spot, do you do you realize I'm? And I know, this and I is spent, the, but I spent Christmas here. This is not a woe is me because this is like most people, but. You know, and wow. within a year from now, we did Friendsgiving. We can do yeah, Christmas, I, Friends listen, Christmas. When when I Friends Christmas, when, when Sarah has Friends, Friends when Sarah is. has the baby, we're gonna be four people, and it's four. It's four, but it's four, but it's it'll be like a three year old and an infant. If anyone expects us at, for at least a year to make any like long travels with two kids under three, you don't think that's crazy? But that's when you just man up and don't. Sarah's taking the right approach, I think. I really do. By the way, look at this. Sacramento, as soon as we had our second kid, my wife took that same exact stance. Parents are retired or on the brink of retirement. They're the ones that have to make the move. It's a tough balance. This person saying, I made the stance and haven't seen my family in two years. Yeah. Uh, Rich is 100% right. This is from Fort Collins, Colorado. Me and my wife drove five hours every year for every holiday for 12 years. We invited everyone one year, and no one took us up on it. We said, fuck it, we're not traveling anymore. No one puts in the effort we do. Yeah. Could be so many reasons, though, guys. You know, again, I think a lot of it has to do with financial, and let's say you are able to get away. Like, maybe, again, hanging with Rich isn't the, isn't the option. And I, and I think, too, I, I think you can say... Rather than expecting everyone to come to you, just say, we're doing our own thing this year. You don't have to get together with your family. Get together another time. Yeah, it just your sucks. Fa- Rich, yeah, your, it sucks because you have to Rich, make that transition. Your family yeah. now consists of Sarah and, Sarah and Emmy and, and your, uh, your future son-daughter and Piper. That's yep. your family now. Yeah. So you have your Christmas. Your tree. Your tree. New beginning. Right. <laughs> no, you're right. Uh, so- so the reality is not everyone can make this trip. Which which I was doing, but yeah. now I'm like, now what do I got? Uh, so now I got to trick Melody back to New York on Christmas Day. We're running, New Jersey. Uh, look at this, we're running late. Let's take three quick phone calls, we'll break. I, mean, I know Spot said there is no clock now. I don't care. Yeah, uh, okay. Alberto in New gave, Mexico. I gave up a long time ago. What's up, man? What do you think about this hard stance uh, Sarah's taking? I think it's a stance that everyone sort of gets to at one point in their life. What's up? Nope. Alberto. Hello? Yeah, you're there, man. What's hey, up? Hey, what's going on, folks? Hey. So, uh, kind of in a similar situation, only uh, my wife is from Puerto Rico. She hasn't seen her family. The, the whole family hasn't been together the whole time she's been in the military, so like 20 years, right? We've, uh, we've agreed to separate uh, come this summer, 2020. She's flying back. Ticket's only $1,000, but obviously, you know, you stay out there in a hotel. You're looking at a $2,500 bill mm-hmm. just for me to go out there with her. It's like, um, yeah, I don't know that I want to spend $2,500 to go out to Puerto Rico. Yeah, but they, but they would probably say they haven't seen you. They probably never met you. You're saying your wife hasn't been there in 20 years. Uh, Artie on Long Island. What's up, Artie? Hey, Artie. Hey, how you doing? Hey, guys. Green or Rich. Love the show, by Thanks, the way. Buddy. Thanks, man. Um, um, listen, years ago, my, my mother used to stay through it. She had her family, and I have my family. And when before we had kids, we used to do all the traveling. Then when we had the kids, my parents did all the traveling. I paid to have my mother-in-law flown up from Florida every year for the holidays. Now that I'm a grandparent, I'm the guy that does the traveling. So 
it just that's just the way it's got to be. You know, it's easier for us to travel than it is for them with back of the little guys who move on. Yeah, isn't it easier for the parent or aunt or uncle to travel when they're like older, their kids are grown up, they're they maybe know. retired? Yeah, like we don't know what it's like to fucking feel old and not want to travel. Uh, right. You know, it's, it's you would think Jason in yeah. Tampa. What's up, Jason? Hey, Jason. What's up? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey. Yes, so so um, I'm I'm 100 percent team fair on this one. Um, you know, like she's having she's having a, a, a second baby, and the expectation is, all right, hey, look, as your family grows, you know, everybody else should travel to you guys. That's one thing that my wife did once we started having more kids. Instead of going to everybody else's house for Christmas, we we had one big thing in my house. Everybody else. You know who didn't have kids because we were the only ones. They all came to our house, had a had a had a had a great time. So I mean, quite frankly, uh, the the other thing when it comes to traveling longer distances for holidays, especially Christmas, is it usually is a little bit bigger of a hassle for Christmas because now you have gifts. Are you going to open gifts at at one person's house versus the next? So I can see people's hesitation, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I'm 100 uh, percent team fair on this one. A hey, you know, like stay in your ground on that one, girl. I I agree, but you know what I've I've chosen to do? I have like zero expectations of this. Honestly, that's a little odd. That Why? on Christmas you're like, eh, whatever happens happens. No, I'm just like I don't expect anyone fucking come visit me. I don't. Okay, I don't. Dusted. I don't know because by 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 holding on to that expectation, I'm not right? That you're putting on people that you don't even know their financial scenario. You're only letting yourself down. No, I'm not saying I'm putting an expectation. I'm not. I'm saying you are. When did I say that? By taking this stance. No. Sarah is saying that for the last decade, if you're the one that does it every time and one time, you're like, hey, why don't we do this instead? And there's like a complete hesitation. Then it's like, well, what do you want me to do? I don't expect anyone to come visit me. I just don't. Okay. Yeah. I, I, w- I wish they would. I would welcome it, but I don't, I don't, I just don't even see it that way. All right, Dustin, wrap this up, buddy. What's up, Dustin? So, nope, absolutely not. It's worth it to go see him. We made the mistake last year. We had everyone come see us, and it turned into a fucking home inspection. Next thing you know, yeah. we're redoing guest bedrooms. We're hanging, we're hanging cabinets <laughs> in the garage. It cost me about fifteen thousand dollars because people were coming to see the house. You know, Not that's worth a, it. Never that's, again. That's my family's he, he, actually coming. Way, Let's redo the kitchen. By the way, he brings up a good point. For yeah. you, Rich, you don't have a house. You live in an apartment. Yes, you have a spare bedroom and a couch. Yeah, but you don't have the accommodations to accommodate your family. I've made other if, suggestions. I said I'd put everyone up at Big Bear. We could do like a like a like a Ski Christmas that I've I've trust this me fucking Daddy's Home Big Bear yeah wow. much like much like that, much like uh, Daddy's Home Part Two actually I maybe subconsciously that was my was inspiration John Lithgow, I was John Lithgow Mel Gibson's coming no I, I, I said I said I'll, wow. I, I said I'll get it covered I said just get here and I got everything covered and still you know thought I was your Big Bear you are my Big Bear spot hey listen we got to break all more, these things uh, sound nice I, you know you just wish that yeah. that things were just done this way and, and easily done at that. Cavino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. All right, there he is. Ah, always a pleasure stepping up to the mic as our pal. Last time we saw him, it was not Taco Bell material. And now it's a new movie called No Safe Spaces. It's a pleasure to welcome back the great Adam Carolla. Thank you. What's up, buddy? Good to see you, man. For the record, I wasn't clapping. (laughs) You're listening in your car. I've been enjoying watching you guys on TV. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. For the record, I was ass clapping if you're not watching the video. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, good. You know, dude, I appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you. Seriously. Yeah, Yeah, I've really been enjoying it. And I'm wondering why you're up so late. I I don't. uh, (laughs) You know, it's a wiring. It's a bad wiring. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I think like. 
comedians are just wired to stay up late, maybe because they can't shut their brain down yeah. or something. I think that's it. Yeah, you're always thinking. And then, you know, my life was like school, which sucked, you know, get up at seven and blah, blah, blah. And then I, I, I went right from that to construction and construction starts at 7 a.m. And you're like supposed to be rolled out yeah. at 7 a.m. Like cords rolled out, hoses plugged in, working at 7 Yeah. And we, I lived in the valley. Like we'd have we'd do jobs in Malibu. We'd do jobs downtown. It was like, so it's just a life of getting up way earlier than I wanted to. I hear morning radio people say they go to sleep so early, and I never understand it. Like, there's no chance I'm going to sleep before midnight. Yet we got to no be chance. here early. I, you know, I, and a pox on those who do the thing. Like when I used to do Love Line, it's kind of the opposite. So I do the Love Line. We finish at midnight. I come home at 12.30. I could not walk through my door any sooner than 12.30. But you have to unwind. But Every guy has to unwind no matter we, what. We have a, we, I'd have to catch sometimes, Drew and I would catch 7.05 flights out of LAX to Tampa or something the following day. So it's like you walk out, it's 12.30 at night, and everyone says, you got to go to bed right when you get home. You go to bed right when you get home, you get about five hours sleep. And I always say to them, what time do you get home from work? And they go, I don't know, six o'clock, and I go. You go to bed. Can you go to bed at six <laughs> yeah. fifteen? And they go, they go, hell no, and they go, shut up. Yeah. Then yeah. shut up. Exactly, you're absolutely right. Well, and it's a pleasure having you back, man. Uh, no safe spaces. We were just watching the trailer. And this looks, yeah, it looks so fantastic. fucking good. I can't wait to talk about it. I'm just curious that you said the construction days. Does it seem like yesterday you were doing that stuff? Because I was just thinking, it must be crazy for you to realize that. Kevin and Bean are retiring soon, right? One of them is. Yeah. You, that's why you met your buddy Jimmy Kimmel. He's he's on late night TV. You're the you know one of the biggest broadcasters in the world. Is it nuts to you to think, holy shit, that doesn't seem that long ago that you guys were on the come up? Um, it's so weird how fast time passes when you get used to it. Yeah. You know, do you embrace I, it or do you think it sucks? Well, it's it's kind of weird, and and I don't know. I'll get philosophical. I was out to dinner with my son last night. I, he, he's in the eighth grade, and I said, ah, you're you're a little short now, but I'm tall. You'll be taller. You'll get tall. You'll hit that growth spurt. Yep. And I said, I don't know, ninth grade, tenth grade, and he went, ugh, so far away. And I was like, oh no, that's that's right now. And <laughs> yeah. he's like, no, that's forever. And then, of course, through the prism of his life, and I'm I'm start and so the. The good part about time passing quickly is like I could remember like when you're a kid and you got to school in September and they went Christmas break and you're like, oh, the humanity, that'll <laughs> never happen. The, the Jews will get through the desert faster than we'll get to Christmas break. And now, of course, your mind goes and like you're at thanks. It's Halloween. It's right. Thanksgiving. Boom. Oh, it's we're Christmas. It's like pow. Yeah. Just starts flying. And I started to realize. I think. The way you process time is like the first time I drove from L.A. to San Francisco, it took forever. And now I'm on my 31st time. It's just nothing. It's yeah. just, I've done it so many times. And days and weeks and months and years just become we've had so many trips back and forth that it appears to be a shorter run, even though it's the same distance. So for my son, the ride to San Francisco is forever. 
And for mm-hmm. me, it's been there, done that. Figured and, it out, man. Yeah, the younger you <laughs> yeah. are, the, the 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 less so. Have you figured this out? Why is the trip back always shorter? It always seems shorter on the way back. Why is that? I think there's stuff you want to do when you're heading out. So the and stuff you don't want to yeah. do when you're heading out, like, crap, I got to go back to work. This oh, sucks. home already? Great. Uh, yeah. Right, the place you don't want to get to right, right. is always faster. No, that's, that's a great way to break it down, man. And I appreciate you checking out our show. We're going to check out your movie. And there's so many stories. Well, I mean, these stories have been going on for years now. Yeah, I, I feel like you're the guy that I that I think about when I think of some of these. You're a reasonable guy. You're a smart guy. But yet, the the the, the way society is now is that there is the is a feeling that if you have a different opinion, it's you're wrong. And I feel like you're the from what I saw in the trailer. I'm excited to see this movie because I wrote down you wrote uh, the only way to separate good and bad ideas is to hear other people's ideas. Right, and. Well, first off, it's yeah. it's all nutty. It's yeah. all I look. I wrote a book ten years ago called Fifty Years Walby Chicks," and this is basically where we're heading. You were you were off on your years. It was I was 10 off. Years. I know we're, we're there. We're there yeah. already. <laughs> this is not reasonable thought. And and also, I can't tell you how many people I've heard say, "Oh no, uh, you know, free speech." It's a funny thing. So free speech is sort of like saying don't you think every child should be fed and have you know access to health care like everyone just goes oh yeah like when you go aren't are you for free speech everyone goes oh yeah oh yeah yeah i just want to vet it first and then make sure <laughs> it's, it passes yeah my my test and then i'll grant you the permission to speak or not i don't i, I don't won't allow hate speak and then I'll decide what's hate speech. And you're like, you understand that's not free speech. And right. you're not for free speech if you get to vet everything that comes out of my mouth before exactly. other folks can hear it. Right. So the movie is uh, what free speech should look and sound like in today's world. Now, I'm always torn on this, too, because, you know, we do a radio show and we want to have and share our opinions. But at the same time, we don't want to sound like the old guy who's sort of stuck in their old ways and old thinking. So you have to be open to new ideas and try to evolve and try to understand what's going on. Like, how do you navigate that sort of thinking? Well, I, the, the, the more people get their information from the computer and the more the tech and the more info that sort of flies at you, I think it, it boils down to having a good common sense like a good horse sense like an old-fashioned e like a guy who didn't have a lot of school learning but he knew the land you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and so when people start flying at you with information like when you someone goes fifty-three thousand americans die every year of secondhand smoke and you go hmm I've never heard of anyone dying of secondhand smoke. And then you go, any celebrities ever die of secondhand smoke, you know, cause. And then at some point you can ask, like you'll say to Dr. Drew, hey, Mm -hmm. Dr. Drew, ever treated someone for secondhand smoke? No. Ever heard of it? No. But but you ever heard of somebody, like a colleague treating? No. And I go, okay, this is BS. So are you saying that a lot of times this quote-unquote outrage that we hear about on social media and the news isn't outrage at all? It's one right. person or a few people making a big yeah, stink over Or a headline that, that does a good attention grab. Right. If it, doesn't, if, like, if it doesn't make sense to you, you know, like, like if you're kind of like when they go, the homeless crisis is, is a combination of cost of living and uh, a lack of affordable housing. And you go, 
I don't know. That guy just got a load in his pants and he's walking in a circle and he's sleeping on the floor tonight, the concrete. I I don't think that's because milk is four bucks a gallon, is it? I, something, I, I, I think uh, there's something else going on. Wait, right. I, again, not a homeless expert, not a, a pulmonologist. I just have horse sense, you know, and people are going to try to feed you tons and tons and tons of stuff. And you have to go like when they go. Uh, this, you know, you'll read an article and it'll be, you know, Dennis Prager is a bigoted hate monger. And you'll go, I don't know. He seems like a likable old Jew to me. Like, but then I, what happens is you, you speak your mind, right? And, and you're deemed insensitive and <laughs> no one likes you as a result. So that's the tricky part of this whole thing. Well, you know, I think there's room to evolve on things. Like, I, I think the first turn, first time anyone heard of gay marriage your reaction was huh no come on that's not that's not right and now you've like been around you've looked around you went oh yeah okay yeah who cares right that, that's like an evolve that's an issue to evolve on mm -hmm. there are other issues to evolve on but then there's this knee-jerk reaction on somebody's coming to our campus it's ben shapiro and i disagree with what he says i was looking for i just went on to like Cal Berkeley's website once. And I was like, let's look at the activities. And they had like the in Chicano studies uh, club was going to have a, a taco cookout or something. I was like, not interested. And then they're like indigenous people's dance party day. And I was like, no, no. By the way, and, you're not interested in tacos. What's wrong with you? You're right. <laughs> you're from LA. I, I, don't aren't like, you? I don't like chicken tacos. What's come on. Adam. Yeah, you're right. Let, let, let's make it a basket weaving celebration. <laughs> That's fair where enough, your speed. Fair. And then there's like, oh, the uh, Hasidic Jews are going to have Rabbi so-and-so speak. And I was like, not interested. But here's the whole thing. They're bands that show up, not interested. Like, I don't like that music. Don't go. I mean, you treat Ben Shapiro like I would treat, um, uh, let's see, Savage Garden. <laughs> One of Rich's favorites. <laughs> they're, they're coming to campus. Not interested. Yes. I'm not going to buy a ticket. Uh, no. but, but, but I don't want to stop them from playing. I would hope not. Truly, Manly, Deeply was a big yes, hit. They're, they're, <laughs> they're folks who want to see Savage Garden. I know, Let I, them I, play. Not me, but some would. Yes, yeah, I'm right. going to go to the park and play Ultimate Frisbee while Savage Garden is <laughs> rocking the, the campus in the, uh, in the quad over here. So that's my thing. There you go. Corolla going wild. Savage, Savage Garden. Garden. Now, hold on. I, like Free speech is a confusing <laughs> sort of thing, kind of, because people say stupid shit and deem that as their freedom of speech. That's their yeah. right. Sure. Like, real stupid shit. Like, just recently at the uh, Yankees game, a lot of people were taunting Zach Greinke. We were talking about this the other day. Zach Greinke, uh, pitcher for the Astros, suffers from anxiety disorders and personality disorders, and the fans were getting on him. Like where where is it line crossing? Where is it freedom of speech? Is where I'm getting at because there's other stories just like that well, too. No, it's I, like, I think you and I were saying the other day. Have that, our ears just that, gotten more sensitive? Has, well, has yeah, this always your, gone on? Your ears are sensitive to things, but then I say, I like what you said about that. Uh, almost that spidey sense. So you're you're a smart guy, so you you have your own gauge of it. I feel like if it's something that no one I know would say or do, then I'm right. not going to stick up for some jerk off just saying something. Right, like yeah, well, but then again, he's allowed to do it. But I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like run to his defense or something. I think the way to approach it is, it's funny because if you're gonna do a free throw or kick a field goal, people are constantly standing and shouting and waving yeah. their arms on the other 
the other fans. Right. I want you to miss. So you can go, should they be allowed to do that? And then it's like, yeah. well, they want you to miss. And then, but what if the kicker has an anxiety disorder? Then are we allowed to do it? And now we're into oh, some was, weird uncharted was, world here. We're not going to be able to fully police it. Like my, the world I want to live in is you are allowed to have a gym that's for all women. And you're allowed to have a gym that's for all men. And you're allowed to be a baker that won't bake a wedding cake for a gay couple. But that'll just be more work for the next bakery who will do it. And you'll go down the street and, and maybe the word will get out. Right. And, and maybe you'll do less less business. But I don't want the federal government involved. You have the right with, to believe and say whatever it is that you believe. Do what you want. Say. And and here's and, and the, the free market will sort of suss it out. Meaning if Ben Shapiro is such a hateful hate monger preaching is venomous, he's not going to make a living. He, he won't work. He won't have. He won't sell things. He won't endorse things. The advertisers will dry up. And how do you feel about? And I know you address this uh, in the movie because you talk about Kevin Hart. But that cancel culture that we've sort of turned into that that's that's tough in uh, in the world of comedy and and entertainment more than anything because people don't realize for the people that make it, it really does take a lot of luck and skill and all these things combined. So for someone to make it and then be canceled because someone's upset with something is. I'm not a I'm not a fan at all of taking people's living and destroying it like the the right to the right to work and, and, and to me in America if you really you know we were talking about rights to have guns and rights to speech and rights to everything but if you really think about it, this country is sort of built on a, on a foundation of the right to work you know, like other countries that don't have that, like, or it's like, come here, stake your claim. And a guy like Kevin Hart from the worst neighborhood in Detroit or wherever he's from yeah. can be a multimillionaire and in turn employ hundreds of other people. Now, whether it's him or Felicity Huffman, I don't need them. Like Felicity Huffman doesn't need to go to jail. She needs to stay out here and pick up garbage mm -hmm. or earn or pay a fine. I want her earning and paying taxes. I want Kevin Hart. You're allowed to slap him on the hand. You can do whatever you want, but don't stop him from paying yeah, into the fund. Exactly. He's, a, he's an earner. Where did that mentality come from or derive from? I don't know if you addressed this. Like, you do show a clip where this woman says, I want you to lose your job because uh, yes. I, like, I don't like how you think. I want you fired. Or I don't like what you do. Where did that all start? Where people feel entitled to you know, get people yeah, fired. Di dictate other people's livelihood. It's really the human instinct at its worst. You know, like you are not allowed to do what you've been doing for 31 years because I'm 19 and I've decided you shouldn't be allowed to do this anymore and I'm going to get it removed from you. And I, I don't, you know, I don't think people really realize how soul crushing and debilitating not being able to work is, you know, I mean, and especially for men and especially for men who sort of, that's a big part of their personality. Yeah. And when I say personality, I just mean sort of mentality. Like imagine if someone said just no more work, you can't work anymore. Like I feel like I would shrink to half the size I am now that that's three quarters of my life is about work. So, so it, it's, it's, it's everyone at their worst, like doing that thing where you're trying to get someone not only removed from 
their livelihood. But again, they're paying taxes like they're taxpayers, man. They're on this Viking ship rowing with us. You just pulled an oar out of the water and told that guy to go sit in the corner. Do you think do you think there's a not that people are grandfathered in, but if someone every every step of their career was not apologetic about stuff they've done or said in the world of comedy or entertainment, do they almost like is that like the, the way to get by on this? Yes. It's it's one hundred percent. I've been saying this for a long time. Um, if you take a look at sort of the Dave Chappelle's of the world, everyone gets their panties in a bunch, and then they go, "Yeah, but he's not going to apologize, so leave him alone." You know, there's nothing he can do. It's sort of it's it's my so I thought about Snoop Dogg can smoke pot wherever he wants because he's established himself as <laughs> yeah. that guy. Yeah. Like if I lit a doobie up in the in 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 the lobby of this building, someone would tackle me right. and zip tie me. But Snoop could walk in and be like, "Hey, Snoop!" So, there so is. So the the there trick is. is you got to establish yourself as an outspoken, opinionated person and then, who doesn't give a shit. And then or- you can't. So the apology is essentially negotiating with hostage takers. So you have to have a policy as a nation, which is we don't pay off. Um, hostage taker. So, so meaning if, if they abduct a film crew, a CNN crew in uh, Fallujah, we can't cut those guys a check for 5 million bucks because that's going to get everyone abducted. Yeah. All, all it's going to do is lead. It's, it's weird. It's kind of sad. It's uncomfortable, but it's going to lead to more abductions. And when you apologize, they just come at you for the next one. And the next one, they get drunk off of this apology uh, currency. And so what you have to do is just go, I'm not going to apologize. Shut up. Forced apology they, currency, they, by the way. Yeah. yeah and they, they start leave, they'll leave you alone. Like if you think about it, Dave Chappelle did his last stand up special, said a whole bunch of stuff they disagreed with, but nobody demanded he apologize. They just kind of went like, uh, right. Yeah. yeah a couple of younger people said, oh, he's out of touch and old and right, bitter. Right. Or something. But no, yeah, you're right. No one said Dave right. Chappelle better he apologize. he doesn't apologize. Uh, no safe spaces. Adam Krola on the Cavino and Rich show. If young people don't like to be challenged in these ways, right? Or a younger generation doesn't want to be told they're wrong or, or they don't want to hear other views. Then where does that lead? As older people become irrelevant, maybe, you know, eventually, yeah. where does that go if that doesn't Too change? Too many safe spaces uh, equal a weaker general society? Yeah. Well, I in the movie, I spoke in front of Congress at some point, which is kind of insane. But I saw that. I was, I was like, pretty awesome, man. I was like, look at him. He's got a suit on. He's got <laughs> yeah. one of those, like, Congress mics. That's pretty like, dope. <laughs> I know I, it's in the movie, but really my first thought when I sat down there is they have this pad that has like Congress in the United States. And I was like, can I take this? Can I keep this pad? Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like a, a crocodile Dundee at, yeah, the, that's funny. at the Biltmore Hotel, like yeah. sleeping on the floor, <laughs> looking at mini shampoo bottles. Can I have these? So um, I said, and, and, and it, it, it's, it's perfectly analogous if you think about it. When they send astronauts to the space station for for a prolonged period of time you know six months or a year a big concern is zero gravity and what it does to your body physically like they lose muscle they lose bone density like it's dangerous Mm. to spend an extended period of time in zero gravity your body Mm -hmm. starts to uh, decompose essentially and and wither away um so they have to make 
gravity. Like they literally have to create, you know, uh, treadmills and machines and things that simulate because otherwise uh, you'll wither. And what we're doing to these kids is we're raising the kids in zero gravity. And in, in, in their zero gravity world, their brains are starting to atrophy. That's what the zero gravity does. That's why they seem more and more insane and their demands are more and more outrageous. But these outrageous. kids are becoming adults now. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so what's going to happen is whenever, you know, I always have this thought that basically glam rock and all the 80s, all, all the 80s stuff, like, okay, if you just look at music. Yeah. We in the in the early seventies, you had your Leonard Skinnerds and your Led Zeppelins and stuff, and you look at those guys in the jeans with holes in it and tattered shirts and long beards and hair and stuff. What was next? Disco. The the village people, Donna Summer and Spangles and Glitter and blah blah blah. You know, the opposite, big hair, big everything. All right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then uh there was the the whole like uh boy band not the whole boy band thing, but like the whole Glam rock thing, glam rock, you know, Motley all Crue, all these Motley Crue and the, yeah. teasing the hair and yeah. eyeliner. What was next? Grunge. Guys standing around in, in tattered shirts just looking down. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? I'm like, Kurt Cobain wouldn't go on stage if something didn't have a hole in it. Like, he'd have to get a <laughs> cardigan, right. ball it up, sleep on it, and then walk out. Ugh. So one thing gives way to the next thing you know and we always just swing back the the other way and i feel like the reason the ufc is like the fastest growing sport is because so many of our society members of society are being pushed into the safe room with the huggy bookie there's always a group that goes i want to see that guy put his shin on that dude's orbital <laughs> socket and beat the crap out like why why is that such a big you know i don't think it'd be as big a sport 25 years ago. Right. I feel like the reason it's And that's why there's such growing. a divide, I guess, right. you're saying. So yeah. I'm, I'm saying 10 years from now, it's just going to be safe rooms and octagons. Like, that's all we'll have. Some- <laughs> safe rooms and you know, octagons. We, we always say that, too. Yeah. For every woman out there fighting for great things, you know, for, and, and women's rights, there's women totally ruining, ruining their, it showing their, uh, but, yeah, showing their butthole on Instagram. Right. It's like, we, always the other that, We're saying like women are women are their own worst enemy with certain things. They really are. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, that could never. <laughs> so <laughs> you predict civil war is what you say? <laughs> biggest, yeah, contra- biggest contradiction of all time: women's marches and rights for all these great things. Are sh- then you are right. right next to him is a woman being like, "Look at my uh, the tattoo around my butthole." Yeah, yes. it's, I, it's... I know. <laughs> and it's also funny when the company that is trying to sell these women eyeliner and makeup and, you know, spanks and everything else is also working in their theme of being a hero and blazing your own trail. But first, put a bunch of shit on your yeah. face, you know, so you look so you look attractive to the fellas. I have a question for you. Um, when it comes to a guy like you would never do this. And guys that, like you said, the Chappelle's that are unapologetic, are, are people supposed to pretend you get the sense that people are supposed to pretend to accept something right out the gate your example about gay marriage was fantastic because so many people now are like very accepting and, and, and loving but, online dating but, but think about that when you online first, dating. It. first right. person you, know? you knew that online dated what you're a fucking weirdo you're weirdo. dating someone online now if you're single people going online first just, it was just new to your ears it's adjusting it's right. making the, the when someone says something now i would say the the current version of gay marriage is the transgender community Right. Are you supposed to immediately be like, 
oh, I'm totally cool with uh, women that used to be men or men that used to be women. And I, th- I saw an article that said you were uh, it, it was wrong of you to not want to date a woman that used to be a man. And I'm like, am I supposed to be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's an odd thing because you, you could. You've been to Thailand? Um, <laughs> I, I look, first things first, and no one can tell you it's wrong of you not to want to date anything. Like if yeah. you're attracted to someone, you're attracted to someone. And, and you know, we always t- try to define it as like, like you go, oh, this race. Like we try to make everyone a racist. All right. Mm-hmm. Here's a simple exercise. Out of every guy I've ever known and every guy you've ever known, including us in this room, would you rather date a black woman who is a nine or one of your own, so to speak, your, your culture, who is a fat three? And the answer is always give me the hot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So give me the, the hot Nubian warrior princess. <laughs> so... <laughs> Are we that racist or are we just kind of douches who want good? You're kind of particular, but yeah. We're like aesthetic. Exactly. That's what what we want. And um, so the whole like, oh, you're not open to, I don't know. Some some guys are butt guys. Some guys are boob guys. Some guys like Asian women. You know, I don't don't get, it's really hard to define. It's really hard to say, here's what you should be into. And then we all, like, we have stuff we're not that into. Like, why why, does that make you criminal? (laughs) I guess I know. I I saw the same thing you saw, though, Rich. It was a meme, right? Yeah, it was a which doesn't mean it's true, but that's how news is spread. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, I, right. I, I think of you uh, too much. No, I think of Adam Crow when I think of our early days. When we started doing our radio show, we were we were Maxim Radio, and we were involved in hosting a lot of events at Maxim, Playboy, all these different events. And I and I remember you being the guy that was the man show. That was what people would, the, the biggest compliment people would say was like, oh, Kavino and Rich on the radio. Oh, you sort of like uh, the man show, but on radio. Right. When, when you guys did that show... Could you ever do that show now? No, nah, Jimmy makes too much money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, no, I see. I get it. Can, can you do? I mean, can you do that show now, or do you think it would be considered like just sexist and inappropriate and wrong? Like, has times changed that much that the Man Show, which every Absolutely. one of our generation loved? Oh, uh, thanks. Um, probably not. I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll tell you what you what you don't want, and I, and I'll tell you sort of philosophically what you don't want um if you're gonna do comedy uh i'll go i'll go back to the octagon mm-hmm. i've never made this analogy but i'm thinking about it like when john jones fights he just flows he just fights i i don't know he's throwing a kick then he's throwing a spinning elbow mm-hmm. then he's throwing a flying scissor kick or whatever the knee or whatever I don't. If you told John Jones, you really need to think about what you're going to do before you throw that jab, and you really need to consider, you'd ruin his entire flow. You know, I mean, he wouldn't be mm-hmm. John Jones. Comedians need to talk. They need to execute their ideas. They need to go. I think this is funny. Let's do it. And they don't need to stop every step of the way and go. Oh, wait a minute. How is this going to be received? I don't want to get into trouble for that. If you get comedians second guessing themselves, yep. you've ended comedy. If you get a guy up on stage and he grabs that mic and he wants to say stuff and then he looks out in the audience and sees some college kids and he's like, uh, no, maybe not. Now we've ruined it. You've ruined the entire flow, the gestalt of comedy. It's like destroyed now. So what it would cause us to do now, if we did that show is we'd have to every 
time we pitched an idea or a bit or whatever, we'd have to stop and go, huh, how do we make sure that this isn't received in some negative? Oh, and then then you'd start rounding over the edges a little, like, mm-hmm. eh, don't say this, say that. And yes, it would it would be the undoing of it. Yeah. yeah. And we see it interfering in comedy. Yeah. And uh Well, remember when uh when, when I did stand up for a minute just to try to hone my skills, I had a I talked I started doing it was like an open mic thing. And I I said so that I had a joke about homeless people and how like homeless people have iPhones and how it's just uh, and immediately someone goes, you know, most homeless people are veterans, asshole. Oh, I'm like, God. I'm like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm done. <laughs> not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. I, I thought a, 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 meaning, a fun little homeless people with iPhones joke. No, no, no. no. And, you know, even in our bio, we recently had to submit a new bio for here and ESPN. And it said, Kavino Rich, talk about women, sports, relations. And we said, hey, maybe we just take out women. Cause does that sound chauvinist? We talk about women, but we yeah, love we're women. thinking everything. Like, we're, but you ha- it's so ridiculous just that we to, have to For the safe this. space, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, you know, it's funny. You have everybody. <laughs> you can hear it when people are talking about subjects, you know, and they go, you know, they're bringing up some subject of the day. Maybe it has to do with women or gay or transgender or, uh, you know, and, and, and people now preface everything they say with, look, I'm a, uh, I'm not a Nazi and <laughs> right, I'm, exactly. I'm, I'm a open, about a, a open-minded guy. And, 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 and I have children. I have a daughter. I have a daughter. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm only saying, you know, I'm a father, I pay taxes and, and I'm, 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 a, I'm a God fearing, but now, but I'm a good guy. I have a son too. Right, I'm a right. good guy. I'm just saying when a woman trans when a man transitions into a woman, she probably shouldn't be able to compete in the power squatting deadlift competition <laughs> with now I have a daughter. I have a daughter. I have a, I have a gay son. I made him gay. He didn't want to be gay. I said I he shouldn't. I made him gay. Now, but but I'm but so I'm only saying as a as a tax paying father of a transgendered uh, soon to be transgendered uh, son. I, and I don't have any hatred. There's no uh, hatred in my heart. I, I don't hate. I'm not. A, not I don't like Hitler. You're tiptoeing around everything. I'm, I'm, I'm saying I don't. I think uh, it's an unfair advantage for the 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 former uh, man who. But I. You know, you think so about what you're saying. Uh, is you you're support right. the I, Nazis. That's what you're supporting. Right. You know, no, what I, you know what? I try. I try to stick to my opinions and be and be who I am and not do that. But I I find my, what you're saying. I find myself doing that only in one subject. Anytime it comes to anything political, right. I feel like if I'm talking to a bunch of liberal people, I have to over justify why I agree with something Donald Trump did. And if I'm talking to a bunch of really conservative people, I have to justify why right. I have a socially liberal view on something. And I and I right. I'm guilty like everyone of that, man. I feel like you, what you just did is like every conversation everyone, people have. No one <laughs> no one used to front load Listen, their... listen, I know he's an offensive president. And I know he, right. I know he did. I know that. But maybe this trade deal. I, I'm, right. Right. <laughs> like, I feel like every conversation you're. Uh... Yeah, you're like, <laughs> he is an embarrassment, a joke, and the worst president ever. I'm just saying, moving the embassy to, <laughs> to Tel Aviv is not such a. I, it's okay with me. Yeah, I'm just I, saying, I, I don't mind. I, I, I mean, Wall Street's doing okay. Yeah, <laughs> right. No safe space. Jerusalem. <laughs> yeah. Adam, are, are you getting a lot yeah. of backlash on this? Are you getting a lot of people who are, quote unquote, offended? Uh, It's going, uh, I I will tell you what, it will be a very interesting bellwether, yardstick, divining rod, whatever, of where we're at. 
because the movie was made uh, by folks who lean to the right, but the entire movie has, you know, Cornell West and Van Jones and Alan Dershowitz and many, many progressive left-leaning people in it, and everyone agrees on the same subject, which is we can't do away with free speech. So the subject of the movie is free speech, and we have folks from all sides of the aisle, political spectrum, weighing in on it. Um, if this movie's received as like right-wing propaganda, we'll know we've officially jumped the shark now. Like It's literally impossible for Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla to get together with Alan Dershowitz Dershowitz and Van Jones and simply say something that is common sense and has been common sense for the last 240 years. Something that is not completely unrealistic based on the likability factor with you, the fact that people know you're a, you know, you're a smart guy, you have fans around the world. Would you ever think about doing anything in the political spectrum, or is that just gross to you? Do you feel like because no, I feel like he was in Congress, he felt at home. No, because I was like, you wanted that pad, you wanted that no pad. <laughs> yeah. But I was saying because I, I look at you as a guy that you could get people on both sides on board, and I feel like no one else really you can. Know, that is true. I'm sure it's not the first time you heard that, but the more like the more I look at you, like you, you're like I, I, I feel like that. you're old school enough, but new school enough. Like that could be like you could come up with some catchy slogan too. Yeah. Well, first, look, I, if I was mayor of L.A. Mayor. Mayor. I like the way that sounds. The first thing, first order of business, like literally morning of day one, is I would march right into the office of the guy who controls the electronic freeway signs, and I would, I would go, your ass is fired. If I see click it or ticket or slow for the cone zone when I'm going nine miles an hour on the 135, I will, I'm, your ass is out of here. Then I'd get some, I'd get some junior college football coach, like defensive line football coach in there. And I'd go, speak your mind. And he'd be like, drive like champions. And I'd go, good, <laughs> put it up, put it up. I don't want to slow for the cone zone. And as far as clicking or ticket, I got a bell going off in my car. Like oh. if you, if you, if you think, if, if you literally, if you want to know, like when you talk about this city and wait how so that's your first order of business all right well maybe you need a better I'll, campaign I'll give, I'll give you i'll give you i'll give you uh a, no but it's a real world example and here's what i mean here's why the um we have the worst traffic in the world okay uh we have this um we we have this network of electronic freeway signs that probably cost us billions of dollars to put up right yeah if you rented those signs out to McDonald's or Coca-Cola or Sirius XM, it would cost $1 million a day for you to put your logo up there or oh, wow. advertise your show, your, your yeah. Sirius XM show, right? Yeah. Think about that. Think about what you could charge. Yeah, seems Think about the number of eyeballs, and right? By the way, not, when, and even the signs that say, like, to downtown L.A., 20 minutes. People are on Google Maps, Waze, whatever. Right, no, right. One's, no, one's set, no one is rolling navigation-free saying, right. oh, 20 minutes of downtown L.A.? Oh, thank yeah. God that Oh, that's that definitely going to happen. Right. And, 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 it is, yeah. and it's not nearly as accurate as your Waze and your phone. But, okay, think about that real estate. Yeah. Think about how valuable that real yeah. estate is. And then think about the number one message we put on that real estate is click it or ticket, which is every human being 
who's driving a car, if they're not wearing their seatbelt, the chime has been oh. going off. You ever do that thing where you go, I'm oh. just going up the street. I don't want to. It's like, bing, bing, bing. You're like, oh, okay, enough already. And you shove it in there. Or it's the 1% of outliers who are basically gone, you know, Jesse the Body Ventura, and they, and they got the seatbelt plugged in behind them. Oh, and yeah. they're sitting on it. That's 1%. Who, who passes under that sign Looks up, goes, oh, the seatbelt. Yeah, okay, thanks for the heads up, Mayor. Nobody. Nobody. It's zero. Nobody. No. It's zero. It is zero. So, like, so, zero. It's zero. And by so the way, Rich, I think he answered your question. He gave you a great political answer. He just danced around the whole thing. No, would you I, actually do I it would, or not? But I'm saying, you would or no? think about how poorly. Zero <laughs> point zero. That's, that's the number. <laughs> yes. So how poorly is this city run? Yeah, it just is that as an as an example. And by the way, what you described, I think we've all played that game of chicken with ourselves. Like I'm just going up the block. You lose the seatbelt will beat you. Oh yeah, because after like four or five dings, you're like, fine, fine, you win seatbelts. Yeah, you'll have an epileptic <laughs> seizure if you go another block and a half. Like, I, don't know, I hate it's the press insane, it, but yeah. is, is is there any uh, motivation for you to do something like I, that? I, or right, like I. Uh, so here's my God's honest answer. Because you're making money and ha- you have a great I've life never, without that. Yes. I've never given it any realistic thought. But the more I live in this city and the more I see how horribly it's run, right. I do have these thoughts of like, I'd like just to, I want a monorail that goes to LAX. What are we sitting in this? What, what, why the is money it? on those signs could, yes. could, could build. I don't know. No, the, seriously. Could build. Like when you're in the valley, I live in Sherman Oaks. You, you live in Encino. Like there's a, there's a whole. People don't realize in L.A. to get to the airport is a hassle. I, I would say well, I, would that- I would say to everyone, look, those signs, sl- slow for the cone zone, click it or take it, 20, 20 minutes to Woodland Hills. <laughs> Who cares? You know, everyone, <laughs> I worked with Waze, download it, get it on your smartphone. Now, I'm selling those signs out to Burger King or Galpin Ford or whomever. <laughs> We're going to make millions of dollars. I'm going to take all that, put it into a monorail. It's going to get us into LAX. Any questions? We're Who's going to say no to that? Who's Who going to say is- no to that? Oh, wait. Say no to that. No. Shut up. <laughs> no. You're fired. I, hey, Adam, man, I, I, I see it in the future, man. I do. I really do. I think you're going to get bored eventually with all this uh, movie making you know, and these commercials. Be, uh, you know, I, I'm going to put my thoughts to better use, and you're going to make a change. I see him dabbling in politics. He's speaking a lot of, a lot no, of sense, though. He's speaking so much sense that I just feel like there. I wonder if. People like you with Greta Diz, once they got to that level, they'd be like, I, I don't want it. Why am I doing this? You, you, you hit all this red tape and you're like, well, it's not. It's Well, you know, you know what happens? Like I have talked to really bright sm- politicians. Smart. I've tried no, this, right? No, no, no. I've talked to scientists. I remember having like ooh, real conversations with real scientists. Every real, even Neil deGrasse Tyson, all these guys, you go, shouldn't we have a nuclear power plant? Like it doesn't, there's no carbon that comes from it. It makes tons of electricity for long periods of time. And he goes, oh yeah. And I go, isn't it, isn't modern nuclear safe now? They use it in France, like 70% of their power is nuclear. And he's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I go, well, why don't we do it? And he goes, eh, people don't like it. And I go, doesn't who, make sense. who cares? And tell those people to <laughs> shut up. No, they, it doesn't work because they don't like it. By the well, way, I think he got in trouble for saying some shit too recently. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> I don't he? know if he backed down though. I think. No, I don't know. I don't know. You can't say anything. No Safe Spaces is out this weekend. Uh, you got to hit him up. Adam Carolla at Adam Carolla. 
And, uh, dude, I always appreciate you. See, I see you on that car. What car commercial are you in all the oh, time? Oh, uh, Castrol. I, yeah, I love that, man. I always see you in that ad. It's great to see you here in the studio. I appreciate you. Always welcome, man, and good luck on the movie. No safe spaces. Uh, thanks for being here, man. Thanks for having me. Adam Grove. Camino and Rich, best of the week. Only on Faction Talk 103. So being that the NBA is back, and it's the first game or first day of the NBA, you have to expect we're going to make a big deal about it on our TV show, especially since we're based out of L.A. And the Clippers or Lakers are playing right downstairs. We do our TV show at L.A. Live Staples Center. Mingling with the fans, getting sound bites, having fun, taking in the energy. Everyone... At our offices, amped up about it in the newsroom. It becomes a long night, dude. Long night. And I'm not complaining because everybody has a long oh, days. Oh, is this your, uh, after 43 years, should you pick up a bad cocaine habit? Is that what the topic you said? Uh- Glad you said that. So, guys, <laughs> what do you think? 866. No, I'm just kidding. Kids, don't do drugs if you're listening in the car. No. That was My just a joke. My question is... At what point, and I'm not at that point, but Rich and I were so exhausted today that both of us, you know, we were running late. We couldn't get up. We had to peel ourselves out of bed like a cartoon character. You got to get the George Jetson bed. No, you ever see a cartoon where the guy, the, 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 the cartoon character slides out of the bed like a flat pancake? Yeah. That's I had to, I actually had to do that. Remember when my back threw my back out? You actually I, that's slid how out of your I, bed. That's how I got out of bed. Just, I swear to God. No, like all right, here's my day. Right? I slid off the end of my bed yesterday. Rich and I <sighs> did our radio show like a droopy dog. Adam Crollo was on yesterday. Catch it on demand. Did our radio show like we always do. It's, it's our favorite time of the day. We had a great time. Great show. Love what we do. Don't be mistaken. We absolutely love, love, and live for love pure joy. Out of what we do all the time. Uh, I went home for just basically to take a shit. Had to go right back out again to pick up Melody from school. And pick out that sweet Halloween costume. Went to the <laughs> Halloween store. Right. right? Uh, I was doing my yeah. dad shit. Uh, went back Uranus home. breath. Simply with uh, just enough time to take a shower, drop Melody to her mom's house. And then go right over to ESPN LA Live to get ready for the game. Yeah. We weren't done with our show until right, 11, yeah, 11, right, 30. Right, right, no, we, well, we were done it, by 11. It airs at 11. No, no, no. We, we were at the office. The shit was on already. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, because we had to go over yeah. other stuff. Yeah. So we weren't out of there until like 11.30. By the time we get, I had to get gas on the way home. By the time I was home, it was after midnight. Mind you, we've been out and about since 6, you know, 6 7 a.m. Not complaining. I'm telling you about my day. So when you get home, this is something that we talked about with Adam Carolla yesterday. You can't when you just get go home, to sleep. you just can't go to bed. And plus, did you eat really anything during all that time? No. Right. So you get home, you want to eat a little something, you want to kick your feet up, you want to watch some highlights or just do your routine. You want to chill. So you know, I ate a little something. Now I'm watching TV. And next thing you know, it's it's like 1.30 a.m. Like, fuck. So, by the time you fall asleep, it's like quarter to two, maybe, if you're able to fall asleep, because you're all wound up from the day. And then you got to wake up bright and early again, which was today. Very hard to do. 
I feel great today. So just understand that this isn't a complaining issue. This isn't the venting machine. Oh, then what brought to you by what, Geico? What's your uh this is what's your question? This is a question. Cause right after the show today, we go immediately to like an ESPN event. We don't go home and it, it ha- and the same thing happens again. Yeah. Right? So after the show today, Rich and I aren't going home. So we go straight to an event. Sounds so, like you're just complaining. No, no, no. Okay. So we signed up oh, for this. Wait. I get it. I'm just telling the story so that it all makes sense. What's that passing by the building? Is it the ambulance? Nope. So my question is this. At what point in your I life? I freak people out with the, the horn. At what point in your life do you start to say no? Oh. Oh. Wait. wait is that Cavino? Oh. Uh, no. Because I got to be honest. I'm kind of there. Because I am. That's not it. Because I am often now put in a position where I'm asked to do things that are out of my, like, no, I can't do that. You know, and, and I see Rich sort of pucker, his butthole goes a little bit. I'm like, well, look, dude, you're you. I have my life. There's certain things I can't do because I just can't. And, you know, you, you could do it, whatever, that's fine. At what have, point? I thought he didn't have those muscles anymore. He, no, he still uh, has his uh, sphincter uh, muscles. Uh, yeah. Actually, if you dig into his sphincter deep enough, you'll pull out a Clorox wipe. Clorox wipe. Clorox wipe. <laughs> and then he pinches, <laughs> and it, it's, it rips <laughs> off the sheet. And then you pull out another one. He, he pinches, a lot of people don't know, Rich has sheet. disinfecting wipes in oh. his ass. Man, that's great. Get back to your complaining it's, wambulance, boy. Is that how you clean your complaining, shoes? Complaining, <laughs> You clean your I shoes mean, with Rich's. Like, how much more can I preface it with, like, hey, I'm just no, telling I'm you I'm only today. saying that because you've, you've yeah. said it, like, five times. Like, I'm not complaining. Well, because it's nice. Is it complaining if I'm just telling you the fucking story? So, I'm curious. Did I lie or exaggerate about anything? Did no, I? but there's so guys. How, there's guys how, uh, how do I tell you about my day? <laughs> I get it. About what, you know, I get it. You're just explaining. It is. I love what I do. It's like a dream come true. So, you know, I'm very thankful. But at what point in life are you being overextended? Maybe it's in a relationship. Maybe it's with your job. But at what point do you just say, and our buddy George Sedano has, has said this to us too, Hey, no, sometimes you just got to say no. It's very hard to do. You just got to say no. At what point do you start realizing the power of no? There's power of yes. I saw a whole movie about it this weekend with Jim Carrey. The power of yes. I saw it. It was on, it was on Comedy Central or something. It was great. Yes, man. Yes, man. Yeah, so good. So underrated. So underrated. There's a few you of those. Bradley Cooper's in it. Yeah. Uh, the dude from that 70s show who was on our show. What's his name? He's the other pal. I forget. I forget the movie, to be honest. Ah, you know him, the guy with the mutton chops. Oh, uh, hold on. What's his name? Come on. He was on our show. I'll tell you right now. Hold on. I'm looking it up. He has a Continue your story. Uh, Danny Masterson. Danny Masterson, Bradley Cooper, Jim Carrey. Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel. Luis Guzman. The dude from Flight of the Concords. Yes, man. There's a lot of power in saying yes. The premise of that movie, everyone probably knows. Underrated. So good. Jim Carrey's a legend. Uh, by, you, by the way, doors speaking, open up when you say yes. By the way, speaking of that movie, Zoe Deschanel is like the main woman in that movie. She's yeah. the leading woman. Yep. Just coincidentally, I hadn't seen her name in a long time. Yesterday, I saw it in the news. Her husband filed for divorce because she just started publicly hanging out with the guy she was also seeing. And the headline is, Zoe Deschanel's husband files for divorce after she just blatantly goes public with her side guy. Fucking cold blooded. So, the power of yes is is real. 
in that movie is sort of shows you that opportunities and relationships and all these things sort of open once Jim Carrey's character starts to say yes. Yes. But what about the power no. of no? What sort of doors open there? What sort of respect do you gain? What sort of understanding are you given? What when precedent just, are you setting? What precedent are you setting when you're just like, and I don't mean you need to be a dick about it, but no, I, I, I can't do that. Sorry. Like today, in all honesty, may have been something that we could have said no to. <laughs> yeah, maybe. This event we're going to afterward. But we so willingly said yes, which I understand gets you to where you need to be sometimes. I am more of a, you know what, you should probably say yes guy. And I think a lot of our success, or not even our success, I'm still waiting for that in, in my mind. A lot of our longevity has come from being yes men, doing things that other people don't want to do or weren't willing to do. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll host it. Yeah, we'll go. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to do what? All right. <laughs> we got to plan more events? Sure. All right. Yeah, we'll do it. Rich and I have been yes men for our own greater good for all these years. But at what point do you just say no? And are you there? And how does it work for you? Because sometimes you just can't. Sometimes you just, you'll just get burnt out if you don't. I've seen, uh, you know what it is? It's, it's fresh out of a TV movie or some, I want to say romantic comedy, but it's always like, hey, saying no. hey I'll see you tonight at, at, uh, at, at, at Jimmy's soccer game. Or uh, I'll, see you at, I'll see you at little Britney's dance recital. And then the dad goes to work and Thompson, the big boss, comes in. He's like, Cavino? Again, Mr. Thompson? And this, by the way, this is my made-up Hallmark movie. Tonight's the big presentation. Wait, that's tonight? I'm supposed to go to Little Britney's dance recital. And then the, the, what happens in the movie, usually? It's the dad is either... It's about what happens in your... In, do you feel like in most movies? The dad, if it's in the beginning of the movie, dad misses it and regrets it. Right. End of the movie, he's like, Mr. Thompson, I just can't do it. Yeah, and then like, someone sees character in that, and then he gets then like a like, raise or something. He's like, then I can't do this, and he walks out. But is that is that how real life works, though? Yeah, all right, let's just make something then, up, yeah. though. Make something up, ready? Holidays are coming up, and well, we're a, back on the a, East I you, Coast. I take a firm ESPN stance on- says, hey, man, I know it's Christmas Day and all, but a uh, great opportunity. We need you to host some fucking show. I, I take- uh, Hi- Highly questionable. I'm just I, making I, that no, up. No, I take a- You know, we need you I guys to host. He's like, oh, it's a great opportunity, but you know what? We host our own show all the time. I, you know, I'm, this is my. I, it's Christmas. I can't. No. What I, would really happen? I, I'm all for. I'm all for saying yes ninety percent of the time. But I. But, but I've, to what I've made point? A, I, no, I'm, I'm telling you right now. Right. I made a commitment that I'm not going to miss a big moment, and I've yet to miss a big moment. And I you're know you. I know you're saying. Well, I have. Well. Not to be a dick, I'm not you, and I know you have a different circumstance with the divorce and but you're you single dad. But I, I, I'm not you too. But That's I, why but, but I, I feel sometimes but, say you might want to be saying yes to something. But I got to say no. No, I know, but I'm saying like right now, under my current circumstances, and I think everyone listening has different circumstances. So just apply this to your own life. As of right now, while our day is jam packed and people could roll their eyes or say, "Do what I get it." We're out and about morning, noon, and night for radio and TV, and I'm loving every second of it. Me too. But I still feel as though at this, ga- at this stage, when my daughter's two and a half, 
the fact that I get from noon until about four or five on a lot of days, the middle of the day, like a four or five hour window to really just spend a, a lot of time with her, that's more than most parents get. It's just the simple fact that the 12 plus hours surrounding it is work and then sleep. Like, if anything, I miss time with my wife, but I feel like I get a lot of dad time. I told you, I don't, I don't know how it's going to work out, but the minute my daughter goes to school when she's like four or five, I can't be doing morning radio and nighttime TV because then I wouldn't see, I wouldn't see Emmy or my uh, future kid at all. Saying I know no. you're saying, I know you, you're telling me like, dude, I do that right now, but I know that I wouldn't. No, right? I, I also feel like what you're doing is smart. You're, you're cashing in the yeses for the times you need the no. It's and, like, you know why yeah. we're doing the, you know why I said yes without any hesitation to today's event? Yeah. Because I have nothing really going on yeah. Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. No, I, I don't have any, any obligation with my daughter on a Wednesday. I, I, I have nothing to do other than to take a nap, you know, <laughs> which I would have loved to do, which I fantasize about the moment I wake up. I fantasize about the nap I'm going to take later. I've done that. So I, I'm cash, I cashed in the yes for the no that I'm going to need later down the line. No, I know. I, you know what I mean? So you got to cash those in. But I want to know, did the no really work against you or did it work to your advantage and did you actually gain some respect out of it? You know, otherwise, here's what happens, guys. If you're the yes, 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 yes guy all the time, yes, opportunities open. We're proof of that. And I stand by that. But if you're never the no guy, you're never going to get that respect. You're going to be expected to do it all the time. If you're never the no guy, you're always expected to be there. Yeah. No matter what. But there's things you realize and... Like I said, I want everyone to apply this to their own life because everything is and it doesn't have every, to be work. Every Creative. career, every career, every job, every marriage, every relationship is different. So you have to navigate according to your own life. But long ago, I'm still getting used to the idea of like, you know, why don't I use all the time off we have? And we never do. I used to because I was on my quote unquote hustle and I wanted to make sure the bosses knew I was in it to win it and I'm a hard worker and I'm a nice guy and I really uh, care about the company. I feel like I'd work unless I really had something to do. And then I realized, oh, I see other shows take like weeks at a time off. And we, we were not given a gold star, a bonus, a pat on the back. for No one, no one ever said like, hey, Kavino and Rich, I realized last year your contract says you have six, you have six weeks vacation. You guys took uh, two and a half weeks. Pat on the back. You're our guys. No one's ever said that one time. So we'll. You just gotta you gotta navigate your own job, right? Has that you know what I'm saying, Spot? I hear you. Every relationship. If your wife or girlfriend is okay with you working the extra hours and you genuinely know that your your marriage or relationship isn't failing because you're not there, then keep your hustle on. But if you if you get the glimpse that like, yo, this marriage is falling apart because I'm unpresent, then you have to make adjustments. I think if you make a commitment to yourself that I'm going to work my ass off, but I promise you, and you make this promise to yourself, I promise myself I will not miss a big moment, then I think you're okay. You have to know the power of no. If ESPN said come to Bristol. If you never say no, they're going to ask you to do things until you 
No. Until you fucking burn out. No, no, but what I'm saying, if, if ESPN said, hey, we want you guys to come to New York or Bristol around the holidays to host, I don't know, First Take or some big show, I'd say, yeah, I could do it as long as it's not Christmas Eve and Christmas Day because those days I cannot. I'm sorry. I, I have a, a wife and a kid that are in California, and I have a you know my wife is pregnant, and it's a an important time. I'm sorry, can't an employer can't do it. Uh, a significant other, you know, you know, you have to put your foot down. Someone will squeeze as much out of you as they possibly could until you say no, and that's how most employers are. But it's if not- you're the guy always saying yeah, they're just gonna keep piling it on. But it's not a, and it's and it's not the company's fault. That doesn't mean the. I'm not saying anyone's wrong. I'm saying maybe you're wrong for volunteering all the time. So. I want to hear your stories. All right, here's the feedback. The feedback we get. I mean, it's a sign that the show's getting bigger, which is great. You know, a lot of people are like, dude, you guys got more commercials. Yeah, probably. I don't yeah, know. I think uh, it- that, that that just means the show's getting better. No, I just think bro, there's better. A, I just think uh, people must have issues with socks, teeth, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, cable providers, and meats, and, uh, meats, and it's a lot of problems out there. Yeah. We're just solving them We're through solving, com- We're solving them through commercials. What do you want me to say? Uh, pays, pays the bills. <laughs> but like a lot of the feedback, is I just, remember being like, so I remember very horribly negative and a lot of shithead opinions. But well, no, the, the mixed in with nice things. Yeah, mixed in right. with nice things, but that just you know, it's a sign well, of of our, our show growing. Well, I don't, I don't block the haters because I feel like they fuel you. I feel like if Kavino doesn't have haters, there's no fuel. It's like you're, you like a nice campfire. This guy goes, uh, no, idiot. Most people work all day and real work, not the pussy work you do. We already established <laughs> that, man. Like we already established. Yeah, 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 but but what I'm saying that is, what we do is great and fun, and we're grateful. But we also chose that. See, but he's like the lighter fluid you need on your no, fire. No, I don't need people like that. And then why don't you delete him? I absolutely will. I, no, I because probably he hates you. Hobbs, New Mexico, hates you every day. Oh, he's so he's a part of your life. Oh, he's like a sentimental hater. Yeah, no, I don't need. He's that been guy. hate you for a decade. Don't make today the day. I wasn't going to, but he's you dared lighter, me to, he's like, your lighter, as if I cared. He's your lighter fluid. Maybe yours. Nothing to me. Brent in Alabama. What's up, Brent? Yo, what's happening? What's up, bro? Hey, man, I was just going to let you know the whole yes man thing. I used to be a yes man. I'm 41 years old. I have one child that's 16 months old, and I have a little baby girl due in February. Congratulations. Uh- yeah, congrats, uh, man. Look at, that. congrats Look at that. Congrats, man. Both uh, um, both have wifeys doing February. Congrats, man. Yeah. So uh, so so it only took me 35 years to figure out how to say no. I was raised to be a hard worker. You know, yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. Yes, I can do this. So guess what? It was expected of me all yep. the time. Same with us. Fast forward to about six years ago, my job changed. I was with the same company. I put in for the position that was open. I did not get it, which was a blessing uh another guy got it great guy this guy didn't know me i didn't know him he was learning his job at that point i decided you know what i'm not working so hard anymore i'm gonna go home i'm gonna take time that this company doesn't care as much about me as i care about it um i'm just a number not to say that i don't like my job because i do but man it's been the best decision ever made you know i mean they don't expect it from you when you tell them no, I can't do that. Right. When do you cash in? When you, you, know you you're putting all these yeses in, you're cashing all these yeses. You're saving them, saving all these yeses. It's like uh, remember remember when you were a kid at school and you would collect uh, like stars for your hard work. 
And then yeah. you'd cash them in for like a, 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 home, a night off of yeah, homework? Yeah, that, 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 that works. Cash, no, that works. you cash in that no, fucking no? Or did you hold on to that homework it, assignment fucking pass that you had? That works with school. That works with school, what you're saying, right? You collect your stickers to get a candy bar or a free homework night yeah. off. But in life, I'll give you a great example you're, that you're, Spot you're and I... But you're not cashing in. I'll give you a great... Hold on, let me give you a, a, an example at our job here. You're not cashing in your free homework night. It's not about days off. Or this. I, I just there's, a, there's an example here at our job that I'm sure, like I, like I keep saying, at your job it's going to be different. So just in your mind, think about, well, wh- what is this at my place of employment? Here, I always listen to Spot as he walks out of the room. But Archie, you see him do he's this. One he for, uh, he's one for great timing, that Spotty boy. I mean, isn't he epic at that? Yeah, left, right when you were going to him. He just threw his cup of coffee, so. Threw his It's cup- on the ground. Oh, shit. Oh. Yeah. Spilled it, huh? Yeah. yeah. Oh. What an asshole. <laughs> what a jerk off. Spot, you spilled your coffee, Brand new huh? studios. Oh, look at that. You're the guy oh, making the stains. You're the first guy to stain the stain. carpet. Stain. But Spot will do this thing, and I think Spot finally learned his lesson. Took us a while to figure it out, too. When you talk about being a yes man, to cash it in later. You know what people would say to us, and this is something that's happened not only here, ESPN, other anywhere we've ever worked. Publicists will say, "Hey, here's our clients. Here's the people we represent. You know, why don't you take this shitty guest or this shitty guest or this shitty guest? We also represent uh, fucking Tom Hanks." So the whole thing was always like, "All right, well, if we take this guest and this guest, well, they also represent Tom Hanks or this big guest. Then they'll give us that person." You know what never happens? The payoff. Never get Tom Hanks. It's everywhere. Spots learned that lesson. And and it's funny when people still try to tell us that. Spots like, <laughs> Bye, have you said no? Yeah. Oh, I say no all the time. See? Hey, there's have this. Up any, there's have, have you lost or gained more respect? Because, oh, no. Oh, ooh. Have you lost respect? No. No. So someone, someone has a nice saying. Uh, hold on. I read this. A boss, this is what? from Fort Walton Beach, Florida. A boss once told me that your yes is only as strong as your no. If you always say yes, you become the backup plan, not the first choice. So that's my point. Wow. It's like if you're collecting all these yeses, but you never cash in your no, what power does your yes have? Like, I started saying no to you guys, and I feel like it took a while to for your you no, guys to adjust. Your no is respected. Your choice of no is weird. Remember he refused to fucking give me a code? Yeah. And I was like, this is your no? Okay. Yeah. That's why. As we said yesterday, like, Spot's choices are odd, but his sentiments are right. Your 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 sentiment was right on. You 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 you've collected and 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 have earned all these yes points, right? But then he cashed in the weirdest no. Yeah. Weirdest no. <laughs> that's, that was, that's what I didn't get. I was like, you mean the two second yeah, fucking thing I'm asking you for? I was using. No, but, I know, okay. but but there, you know, still Spot, you stood your ground and said no. So the power of being, not a no man, but the power of saying. Listen, I'm, I'm in my 20s, you're, 30s, 40s. You're extending me. Hey, for the last no. 10, 20 years of my career, whatever company I worked for or whatever I did, I've, I've been raised. Our generation was raised to have a good work ethic. Yeah. Our grandparents thousand percent. fought in the fucking war. Our grandparents of the World War II generation, our parents worked their ass off. We were taught to work hard. And you know what? If, he's, if you're the yes man every single time... Where does that really get you? Let's go to Bill in Ottawa. Ottawa, California, or Canada? Hey, Bill. C- no, C-A. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Canada? Um, no, I work in the trades, and we have our own on-call shifts. And 
you know, the schedule of your life kind of interferes with that. And if you're not willing to take someone else's on call, they won't take it for you in the long run. So you're sitting there without any option when you need it off the most. Yeah, you know, like I said, the reason I brought this up today specifically was because on the way in today, Rich and I were thinking, oh, man, we got something to do right after our radio show. Yeah. Man, someone else could have done that. Someone else could have totally done that. But we just said, we're like, yeah, yeah, sure. you know what? A perfect time to cash in the yes. The good yes. Because we had, you know, for for when we need to say no. If you don't need to say no, you might as well say yes. I say, you know what? I do this with, uh, I know- for that and save it for that. I, I for know that desperate time. I know where you, you have. To. I know you have a bad track record with asking people for tickets and favors at work. But I have. A, I have a, to be honest, a little bit of a different track record because I, I do a lot of little extra things for people here and there. But you know what? I did cash my favors in for Super Bowl tickets when the Forty ers were in. I got fifty yard line seats from our NFL friends. You know what else? I cash my favors in. When I wanted to go see Billy Joel at Madison Square Garden for Christmas. Like, I, I, I wait for those moments where I really want to do something. I'm like, hey, remember all these, like, really little kind gestures your pal Rich Davis does all the time? And then if they didn't catch me in, you know what I'd stop doing? The little things. Uh, it's, a, it's a give and take. Gio. Hey. What's up, Gio? Oh, wait, actually, no, no, no. Let's go to Mike first. Yeah, Mike, Mike and Omaha. What's up? Hi, Mike. Mike, you're on the show. Mike, 402 area code, Omaha. Mike is there. Mike. Mike. You know what's going to happen? Mike's going to listen to the radio now, and he's going to hear us on delay calling his name. He's going to be like, oh, man. All right, Mike. Jabroni. Yeah, damn it. All right, so that's it. That's all. All right. Uh, save your no. Save your yeses. But know when to cash in your no because you earned it. And you shouldn't be fearful of that. Good employers remind you of that. And we have good employers that yeah. do remind us of that. But there's we, always that pressure of wanting to say yes. Yeah, it's not an ass-kissing ass thing. We work for two great companies. Yeah. Uh, Sirius XM being an amazing company, we worked for for over 15 years. And so far, Disney and ESPN has treated us well. It just, no matter where you work, you will be asked to do things. You will... You're always, you're always quote unquote competing with the people that you, are always willing to say yes. You, you will be asked to do things until you say no, and it's not, it's not a power trip by anyone. It's it's the same way you would act. You would you would ask someone, hey, do this, do this, do this, until they say no. Why would you not drain someone for all they want to give you? That's it. So, just a reminder that the power of no one. There's also power. And know if you've earned those yes points. You're listening to the Cavino and Rich Best of the Week podcast. Want to hear more? Tune in to Cavino and Rich live every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, and catch them 24-7 on demand with the SiriusXM app. Not a SiriusXM subscriber? Sign up now at SiriusXM.com. Cavino and Rich, only on SiriusXM's Faction Talk 103.